nice job. Mr. Robusto. That's what happens when you take a week off. You, yeah. you come back with a little extra fervor. Yep. Not to be confused with Brett fervor. Some vim and vinegar. Favre? No, just like, I missed the show. That's all I'm saying, right? Well, the show missed you too, Captain. Aw, you guys are sweet. Yeah. Well, at least Nikki is anyway. I mean, I missed the same show you missed, so we're, yeah. we're back you on the same You missed it page. too? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steve Classic did a hell of a job. Thank you, Steve Classic. Per Thank usual. You, Ian. Thank you, Nikki, for, mm-hmm. you know, sort of keeping it all together. Yep. Showing them we what the Sunday best. show was like. Yeah, you, did, you did great. I, I listened to it. Like, it took me like two days to get caught up on the five days that I was away. I didn't listen to like full shows. I listened yeah. to some, you know, digest. and But, uh, but uh, uh, Beard Talk Live, because of the way it went on, uh, they didn't actually publish the episode after it was over because of a couple of technical things that went on. There was some silence during the break and that and kind of And some terrible music for the interlude. That, however, remained, uh, but we got rid of what the silences. The oh, I forget. Oh, yeah, it's just sometimes Bonnie and Ian listen to, you know, stuff on, on the YouTube and, like, we'll play and it'll be, like, Prong and Megadeth and then, like, some yeah. weird, like, techno we like. trance... You know, it's just the weirdest combination. YouTube just serves it up because it's like, from this IP address, we've heard this kind of music, so we're going to play something else. And so during the break, like, it was a wide variety of, you oh, know, I'm sure. a, a, a broad spectrum of music. We have some very eclectic people here. Good reason to sign into YouTube. No. Keep that stuff your own. No, yeah. that it was signed into YouTube, and that's why well, it yeah, played what it plays. Yeah, right. Oh, if we why. weren't signed yeah. into YouTube, it would have probably played something more relevant to the previous song that was played. Yeah, but because it was signed in, somebody was signed in. It played whatever YouTube thought that that particular signee needed to hear at that right. moment, which is. But it a wasn't signed into idea. YouTube, and it wasn't signed into Peakless's YouTube, so it played like not your music. Right. Uh, it is the Sunday version of Free Talk Live. Captain's Log 03262023 in the studio tonight. It is myself, the authentic Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will, joining me. It's Nikki. And Richie Rich. Well done. I, I feel like we can go home now. Like we're done. Yeah. yeah. We just that's set our wrap. intros. We're Great good. Great job, guys. Yeah. Yep, that's right. a wrap. Everybody, a little applause. Mark this. End of the digest, Riley. Mark. <laughs> M-A-R-C, not M-A-R-K. Yeah, whatever. Oh, okay. Kark. K. So I like K better. I, I just want to say at the top of the show that our number two story, we're not going to tell you about until we get to it, but our number two story tonight is, I mean, the it's heavy. The number two story. It's the number two story. It It, it is heavy. It is uh, relevant, it is political, it is uh, demented, it is antisocial, it is social, it is newsworthy, it is tabloid-worthy. Our number two story, please stick around for our number two story tonight. We will get to it eventually. But first... The number one story. Well, I got to tell you a phone number because oh. we're a call-in radio talk show on like 170 or so radio stations, I guess. A 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. If you want to call and opine, weigh in, share your thoughts. We're kicking tonight off with 
something from News Radio 1290WTKS.iHeart.com. Whatever that means. That's quite the URL. Relevant. Yes, the URL is long. Headline California residents call cops on planets in the sky. Narcs. Sounds okay. like California. Sounds like, does sound like California. So, the so number two story also sounds like California, but, but, it's, but, the it, but it's the number two story. Yeah. We'll get to the number two story. I get it. When we get to it, probably second, I'm guessing, because of the number. And let us know at that time if it also reminds you of California. Yes. Now, first of all, regarding this headline, I find the headline itself redundant. Uh oh. Well, where do you normally view planets? From Earth. And therefore, the planets appear to be where? From in, your perspective? In the sky, typically. In the sky. Thank you, Nikki. In the sky. So this headline reads, California residents call cops on planets in the sky. Where else would the planets be that these California residents would call the cops on? Well, I think that's... California residents call cops on planets in their backyard? Well, like a meteorite, perhaps. That's not a planet. Understood. I'm just saying that if they were they, they saw a thing and they went like... This is a planet. I think the implication is they the saw the planet and they thought it was something else in the sky. We haven't so read the... anywhere into the article Understood. yet. I'm just saying that the headline itself seems it's It's like California residents wake up at 8 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> you right. don't need to add in the morning. Eight... LRN.FM <laughs> He called this. He called it pre-show, too. He's like, I know what's going to happen because I've been cussing so much. I did. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I am man. in a rare mood, and yep. you know, I'm, I'm. It's all that robust, you know. It, I've had a lot of robusto. That vigor. Yes, vigor. I'm, I'm very vigorous <laughs> today. Uh, yeah. So I apologize to our radio listeners who, I'm sure none of the radio listeners heard it. Our online listeners totally heard what I said. You don't need to apologize to them. They expect that sort of behavior <laughs> yeah. from you. They're like, there's like score. Like they got bets going on. They're like, yep, captain did it. Like 50 bucks to Dave. There's, There's got to be a money line for it somewhere. Like first hour, second hour, third hour. Yeah. Not this show. Why don't we have this? Like, why is it the, like you can go to the official Free Talk Live betting page. The uh, the official Free Talk Live swear jar. Yeah, like to see who, like and when somebody cusses, like somebody wins and everybody else loses. Because it would be done in Bitcoin and then we get rated again. <laughs> Free Talk Live, the number one most rated talk radio show on air. Period. Like I didn't even need it. the number one most rated talk radio show. Bam. Yeah, That's why? It, why the f do you have to add the on air part? If we're so on redundant. the radio, we're already on the air. Again, to my point of this headline, <laughs> you don't need the echoing dual repetitive redundancies. You could say that again. You don't need the echoing dual repetitive redundancies. Right. right. But in in this case, it's because they saw something else. Right, that ought not have been in the sky, perhaps. Right, they, they, there was an unidentified. But they were object. smart enough to identify them as planets. After uh, the but fact, I don't think they did. After I the haven't, fact, I haven't read this. California residents call cops on planets in the sky. Okay, get so to the, maybe they just read War of the Worlds, so they just got a little nervous. I love that. No, mm-hmm. I love War of the Worlds. A little nervous. No, no, no. My my nine one one. My, my bet is on. They saw something in the sky. 
thought aliens. It, thought it was aliens. Yeah. Called the cops, and the cops went, "No, dude, that's just Mars and Venus." All right. Well, we're we're gonna get to this story, but first, let's go to. Uh, I believe this is Ricky in Pennsylvania, the Commonwealth. Who the heck is this? Or the Uncommonwealth, depending on how Commonwealth is where you're at, Ricky. You're on Free Talk Live. The Confederate Commonwealth. Is that this guy? No doubt. That would be the Confederate Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. I remember there, Brother Captain. And of course, Brother he Richie, me Captain and one of my Ian. personal favorite, Sister yeah. Nikki. But I do have some interesting stuff. This is a Sunday I hope show. So. No doubt. So I have beverages on the mind. I got three Good. of them. Wait, wait, wait. Tell us your beverages. Well, I'm going to tell you a little bit about each one along the way. It's interesting. First so. one's Moxie. I heard Moxie pop out of somebody's mouth recently, and I talked about it years ago, you know? Moxie? Yeah. Moxie. One of the misconceptions about I had one Moxie. with dinner tonight. Yeah, it's a very old soda, but one of the misconceptions is that it comes out of New Hampshire, and that's not correct. It actually originally came out of Pennsylvania. Oh, really? That's how I got exposed. That's how I got exposed to it. Moxie came uh, out of from around the corner wearing a trench coat and like opened it up in front of you. And you were exposed Moxie. to it. Something like that. <laughs> something like that. Something like that. But you know, when I was growing up, it was available all over the place. I grew up around northeastern Pennsylvania pretty much my whole life anyways. You know, and it was very big in northern Pennsylvania. But what ended up happening, you know, somewhere I think going into like the nineties. Somewhere around there. That's when it got sold to the Monarch Company in New Hampshire. And it just changed. Right. The know, wiki with, the wiki with, says Lowell, Massachusetts, where it was created. That's what I thought. But, I thought it was Mass Massachusetts. Well, but he's from Pennsylvania, so he could easily have been exposed to it in Pennsylvania. It's a regional drink. No, but this no says eighteen seventy six. In Lowell, Massachusetts. In Lowell, Massachusetts, yeah. That's what I thought. Oh, was it really? That's what Wiki says. I'm. I'm just saying. I just. I mean, you if know. you trust the liberal rag known as Wikipedia, I put three seconds into a search I engine. Would. I don't know if I would on that, brother captain. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, I I, either way. Wikipedia. You know, either way. Whatever. It, it's, it's the thing about Moxie is is the way that it was exposed to me, right? Which is someone like put a can in front of me and said, "Here, taste this." So, That's how it always is with people. Right. You got to take three sips. <laughs> So it's weird. It's a weird way to introduce a soft drink to somebody. Like, here, you got to taste. And that's kind of the way this I introduced is... it to the captain. Well, right? Like, on, I gave him a bottle. I said, like, here you go. This is going to be your first shot of with the moxie. It, I had it, and it was good. I was yeah. like, this is sort of like root beer, but different. But different. Yeah. So anyway, this is it's it's a polarizing drink. Though. I've never read this before, but, but hang on, guys. Listen to this. Yeah. Moxie originated around 1876. As a patent medicine called Moxie Nerve Food by Augustine Thompson in Lowell, Massachusetts. Thompson claimed that it contained an extract from a rare, unnamed South American plant, which is now known to be gentian root. Moxie, he claimed, Moxie, he claimed, was especially effective against paralysis, softening of the brain, nervousness, and insomnia. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's where that's where they used to have the advertising with the doctor pointing straight down at you, saying "Good for what ails you." I remember that. 
Well, it works because I'm not paralyzed. I'm not insomniatic. Mm. I haven't checked my brain chemistry in a while, but it seems to be on point. What was the other thing? Uh, paralysis, softening of the brain, nervousness. Yeah, Are I'm you not nervous? nervous. I'm not nervous. You're on a, a nationally t- uh, syndicated radio show oh, every no. week. So. Yeah, but I had a moxie with dinner, Hopefully like I said. So you're, I'm just, oh, so you're not nervous? I'm not nervous. Okay. I well, have my moxie. I'm comfortable myself. But pretty much that's the end of it for moxie anyways. I do have some other ones. But, you know, after the 90s, it did just start to disappear in PA, you know. So. Moxie? Nonetheless. Oh, man, if Moxie, we're talking about yeah. 90s soft drinks, I hope Surge is on your list. <laughs> well, no, I'm getting, I'm getting to that. But <laughs> did you hear that noise the captain made? <laughs> I'm getting so, to what that, was the Ricky, other one? Jolt. I got an oddball yeah. one for the okay. third one. Now, the second is going to be brief, and, of course, that's Jolt. Now, Jolt tasted like nothing special. It was just a crappy generic cola. It was, yeah, it, it tasted it, like a cola that had something wrong with it. Yeah. Like it, it also it, yeah, t- it needed three spoiled. sips. <laughs> it wasn't delicious. Yeah. It also it needed three have, sips to get past the first bitterness of the first few. But at that, four, it did have four times the caffeine, but the only reason why right. I'm bringing it up is even if you bought it, I remember it was around fourth or fifth grade. They had a big disclosure in the lunchroom. They brought us in, or they banned it. You know? <laughs> yeah, they did that. It in ours blew too. my mind. You like know? at first, it was in the. We had a, a a pop machine with many different kinds of flavors and all that kind of thing. And like one day, Jolt showed up, and then it sold out. Like before, I could even get one. And so I got to school early the next day. Went to the cafeteria before I even made. Like I was late for homeroom, but I went just to make sure I could get one before nice. it sold out. And sure enough, by the time I got to lunch, sold, sold out. out. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Ricky. Well, I do have a third one. This one, where you, Captain, can help me, and uh, maybe the rest of you. Three minute now, this again. This is an oddball. Now, when I was about nine years old, it was the damnedest thing because it just appeared. Now, I grew up in Northampton County. That I will say. Now, here's what happened. Don't I'll describe it to he you. Did say. He did say. It was in a plastic pouch, like a clear vinyl, similar to size, say, of a Capri Sun. Like a big Capri Sun? Was, huh? Was it bigger than a Capri Sun? That was no, your mom's margarita mix. Size, about the same size. Okay, all right, go ahead. Okay, now here's the thing. And it came in flavors of, like, orange and, like, cherry and grape. But all it tasted like is sugar water. Now, here's the interesting thing about Wait, it. Wait, but it wasn't Capri Sun? Kool-Aid. No, it Sounds was like Capri like Sun. sugar water. Now, here's the interesting thing about this story, though. Now, we had it once or twice, and it cost very little. It was, like, I don't know, like 15, 20 cents tops, you know? Uh-huh. You could buy a Coke back then out of the machine for 20 cents. But here's the funny thing about this. I only had it once or only had it once or twice. But then I'm sitting here as the weird kid I was, and I'm watching the news, and they report about this thing. You know, I don't know what the hell it was called, but here they report about it. You know, sometime after I had it, and they say there's something in there, literally, that's like really harmful to you and like it's gonna kill you. You know, and here's what's funny about it. Okay. Now after that, after that news report. This stuff's still there. Now it's even cheaper. But the funny thing is, is on the front uh, of the package, it had a disclaimer. It didn't say it's going to kill you, but it was not far from it. What was the name of this thing? I have no idea. Uh, You don't remember the name, but you remember what was written on the front of the freaking package. 
Well, who who could forget after a news report? You know, I never drank it again. But hold on, hold on. it we sounds like tr- any pharmaceutical drug that they put out. It's like side effects include all. We of have these to things. try and the third eye. Yeah. We have to try and hypnotize him so that he goes deep into the recession mode and then finds the finds the name of it. You will find relaxation. I don't know. It was in the damn thing because it. You're feeling sleepy, Ricky from PA. Probably sephedrine. You will open your mind to memories before. I didn't drink this stuff. You remember you know? things you didn't think you could remember as a child. He doesn't sound hypnotized. You will be hypnotized Ooh, by the sound of my and Richie Rich's voice. That would that could do it, you know? I love Sunday nights, you know, because I can be somebody a little bit different. I can be Ricky from the Confederate Commonwealth, you know? As, as opposed to the days? common Confederate wealth. It could be. Hopefully soon. I'm working on that. That's, you know, that's something that comes up, you know, during the week and whatnot on Free Talk Live. You know, and I'm very serious about that. I think you need that. to, like, form your own sort of community and call it the Ricky Wealth. Well, if I got enough property, I could be like, you know, like these crazy Mormons and like these, what do they call these? Branch cults, Davidians. You know? Oh. Uh, no, no. Well, that's a story unto itself. Of course, I know the real story behind them, and it's a very sad one. As we like, are we talking know, tree you know? branch, olive branch, like what kind of branch? I don't know the, the kind that burns down real easy. <laughs> oh, oh, the federal <laughs> federal government branch. There you go. Uh, okay. I don't know. I don't know about. Well, we probably like. Well, you could have some government branches, but you know those branches are going to be just a little bit different. All I right. mean, in the case of Hey, PA, Ricky, thanks that. for the call. I'm just kind of tired of you, so we're going to have to go. <laughs> appreciate the honesty you. on Sunday nights. 603-283-6160, if you can be more interesting than Ricky from Pennsylvania. <laughs> Your favorite soft drinks of the aughts. I, the Moxie was delicious, and I had the opportunity to be, we'll call it off diet, so I could like have it with some Jameson. Nice. And so, but That's I didn't. A nice mix. I didn't mix them together. No, no, no. What I did was it? yes. So I, I just poured a, you know, like a neat, like a, you know, two fingers yeah. of Jameson in a, in a nice uh, whiskey glass. And I don't like I, mixing whiskey with things. And then I popped the the moxie, which had been in my fridge since well, you gave it to me, you know, a year before whatever, whatever. the hell it was. And I was like, okay, I'm just gonna have this, and took a sip of the Jamo. I just waited for that to dissipate, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna wash it down. I took a sip of the moxie, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. It's yeah. Not cola, and it's not root beer, but yet it's cola and root beer at the same time. But it's also got this, like, and I don't like black licorice, but it's just got oh. this, like, tiny, like, hint of yeah. black licorice in it. I do like, like black licorice. See, like, I don't, but I love Moxie. But it, I think it's just nostalgic for me because it reminds me of my grandma. But it wasn't offensive. Like, when I eat black licorice, I'm like, ugh, sour it's offensive, face. Right? Yeah, like, it's it's offensive to it. me. But, like, the amount that they put in Moxie was not offensive. It was just enough to, like take the flavor over the top you know what i mean and i was like oh this is interesting so i thought they did a great job and not being from here like i told you i'm like what the hell is moxie and you're like you've never had moxie and i'm like no well because that's how they did it to me i like i was passing on the you know the the experience as well you should and it was successful in my opinion i i like moxie uh if i were in a store and saw a sixer of it and needed something i i just wish they had right now a sugar-free version of it for you know folks who are you know. I don't know if it's sugar-free, but there is a diet version. Oh, really? It's it probably should be sugar-free, sugar-free yeah. Then. Okay. It's usually the, the prerequisite yeah. it's like, for the diet version. You know, instead of the orange box, it's but the white it box as with good? the orange box. Is it I don't as know, because I don't drink diet soda. No, nothing ruins anything more than aspartame. 
Baked sugars, not a fan. Stevia? Stevia? Stevia, I can okay. get These, um, down with if sucralose? I have to. Not Coke, uh, not Pepsi. Nutrisy. No. Listen, no. listen, not okay. Coke, not Pepsi. Royal uh, Crown. Dr. Pepper and Canada Dry Ginger Ale make something. Now, they have Diet Dr. Pepper, and they have Diet Canada Dry. These are not those things. They have something called Dr. Pepper Zero mm-hmm. and Canada Dry Zero. Different than the diet versions because they taste way better. But they're also like, this is scary to me because when I drank one, knowing that there's no sugar whatsoever, I was like, wow, this is almost more sweet than the regular version, right? Like whatever it is is they're using. You know, I'm not going to ask. I don't want to know, (laughs) right? It's It's just not sugar. It's just not not sugar. sugar. No carbs. No carbs. And like, so it doesn't spike my blood sugar at all. And so, like, uh, I think it's, like, erythritol, stevia, monk fruit. Yeah. But probably some aspartame as well, I'm sure. Because it's it's not Coke or Pepsi, but it's uh, whoever 7-Up is, right? Whatever that, you know, 7-Up Canada Dry, Dr. Pepper. I thought that was Pepsi. No, no, no. That's a whole yeah, different company. I think 7-Up's um, oh. thing. A whole different company. I will say this. The Wendy's in Keene is one of the few places that I can, like, check off the list where I know that I can get my all-time favorite soda, which is a vanilla cherry Dr. Pepper. Mm. No. Because they have the little shot buttons that let you do it. Yeah. Uh, the Wendy's used to have something called, what was their, their not icy, but what was their chocolate beverage? Their, like, chocolate Oh, the Frosty. Shake. Frosty. Yeah. Yeah. They, they invented something right around COVID, maybe just before, just during, called the Frostachino. Oh, gosh, Ooh. that sounds... And this was know. the Frosty with, Coffee. you know, a couple of shots of cappuccino okay. I, mean, I, can, I can get down And with I was that. like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, because I love coffee ice cream. I love the Frosties. And I love Frosties coffee. are good, too. And yeah. I love coffee. And I was like, well... Oh, wait, wait until you get a real affogato. What? Oh, what is that? It's basically that. It's like oh. ice cream it? and coffee. What? Affogato. How do you spell that? I don't know. A-F-O-G-A-D-O. Because I love avocado. No, completely different thing. Sounds like it. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want a coffee avocado, though, or a coffee coffee avocado. A coffee avocado? Chocolate avocado? Uh, Oddly, like um, on the keto diet, on the keto diet, if you just take avocado, like super ripe avocado, put it in a bowl, and then chuck some sugar-free chocolate pudding mix into it, stir it all up. No. It's chocolate pudding, and it's delicious. Okay. I'll take your word for it. If you'd like to comment on Chaka Avocado, I don't know what the hell we're talking Avocado. about. Avocado. More Free Talk Live coming up. What does that mean? Uh, according to this, it is uh, 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 Italian coffee-based dessert. It usually takes the form of a scoop of plain milk-flavored vanilla gelato or ice cream, topped or drowned with a shot of hot espresso. Some variations also include shot of amaretto, bisserin, kalua, or other liqueur. So instead of a root beer float, it's a coffee float? Yeah. I mean, that sounds delicious. Sure it could does. be an alcoholic coffee float, depending Ooh. on your... Oh, we should make some, them next week. Throw some Kahlua. Yeah, bring yeah. some. Yeah, throw I'll some Kahlua I, I tried there. to call Bonnie, but I, all I heard was vacuums, so... 
<laughs> you know, Bonnie does like to vacuum. And uh, I'm also kind of partially responsible for her desire and love for vacuuming. Oh, okay. Because at some point I, I purchased a gift for the house and I gave it to Bonnie and and said, Dude, Here you, you get go. A Dyson. No, it's oh. one of these handheld rechargeable vacuum deals. Oh, like the little ones? It's like right behind you. Like on the floor, probably. Yeah. Oh, like a dust I love buster. Those. Yeah, it's like a big dust buster okay. or, or a more industrial version of that. And so I just happen to like when I buy something, particularly on Amazon, and if it's like a thing that I know I'm gonna like use up and or it's going to like outlive its life before I can repair it, I'll buy two of them. So I have a backup. So something as important as a handheld kitchen vacuum, right? As a single dude, I'm in my kitchen. I make some coffee and a little grounds, get all the counter. I'm like, done. I don't have to, like, wait till the end of the week when I do my vacuuming to bust out my canister vacuum. Like, you know, no, I just take care of it right then and there. So it's clean as you go, right? The things you learn in fast food. Oh, yeah. Also, by the way, you're like the keyboard vacuum thing that you were telling us about. Yeah. Way more expensive than I anticipated, oh, wait. so I did not purchase one. Well, I didn't get the vacuum. I only got the blower. Yeah, well, that's what I meant. Oh, like, how much was it? I don't know. It was like 30 or 40 bucks on it. No, I didn't pay that much. I okay, think I paid well, 20 bucks. Inflation's a son of a gun. Then. Yeah, it is. It's true. More I was than, like, wow, a gun, 20 too. bucks, I would have bought it like right away. 40 bucks, like, do I really need one? Yeah. yeah. You could just yeah. blow on it, you know? Use, <laughs> yeah, just use some wind power. <laughs> My lung capacity is not I, as good as yours, Dave. I flew recently, like by an airplane. Oh, and uh, you know they give you the they give you the safety dance, right? Yep. And the the airline steward persons or whatever yep. the and hell they stand they're up in the front now. and they're like, we'll, you can dance. We'll just if call you the want dude stewardesses. Uh, steward. Stewardesses. Steward humans. Stewardesses is a neutral term. Steward I. Stewardesses is the neutral term. <laughs> if you're there are multiples. If of you're them. a dude and you're a stewardess, you're just a stewardess. <laughs> He's just a steward. Stewardess. Yeah, steward. Yeah. Right. So anyway, the steward eye, uh, they give you the dance where they're like, and if you need to, you can like reach under your seat and put on the the, the cushion as a flotation device and yep. you gotta pull the string or just blow into the tube, right? And like there was a dude who was like flamingly gay, right? And he was like and just like and everybody laughed because of the and he was like, That's what I was going for, right? Yep. Like he admitted that that was his deal he was trying to like you know not offend but like make people laugh on the so if anybody wants to join the mile high club (laughs) i'll be in the bathroom in the front uh we have first class only our our number two story is still coming up later tonight and we haven't even talked about our the, the first story yet and we have phone calls to get to so let's first go to uh let's go to dingo dingo where are you calling from Wisconsin. Where at? Sheboygan? Sheboygan, Chevegas. Nice. There's some, I hear they make sausages in Sheboygan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't you know their hay? Don't you know their hay, yeah. I was just calling about, uh, well, you've probably seen the movie Men at Work with Charlie Sheen and Amelia Escobar. I was just wondering if you had any advice for discouraged workers, people that are trying to get back in the uh, job workforce again. Oh, man. To uh, encourage or to discourage workers? <laughs> Start your own business, whatever. man. Yeah, like okay. like if you have any money at all or something you can sell or pawn to like raise some money, this isn't financial advice. But if I'm you, uh, what I would do is like just go buy like a hot dog cart, right? And and like if you have to go go to the government and pay your twenty bucks or whatever it is to get your vendor license so that you're legit. And like literally work for yourself. You're gonna make more money. You're gonna figure out how to do it. 
like it's going to take you a minute to acclimate and find out the good spots and when to go and when crowds of people are around and what corner you can hang out on the best and all that kind of stuff. But it's only going to take you a minute. If you just do it consistently, put the same time and effort into it that you put into a full-time job, you're going to be successful as a business owner. You're going to start with that one freaking hot dog cart, and then that's going to get you into a second cart. You're going to be able to hire some college kids over the summer or during the football season or whatever the hell it is, right, where they can man the second cart, and then the second cart turns into a third cart. Next thing you know, you're a vending business. You've got multiple carts all over the city. You're making bank. You're just directing things. And wow, that's very good. inspirational. You show up to your second and third hot dog cart in your Lamborghini. Yeah. Yell at that college kid like, get back to work. And be like, hey, if you guys keep working as hard as you do and put in more extra hours this year, I will get another Lamborghini. So there's, there's this dude in my hometown that has a hot dog cart that is wildly successful because he's right on the main route. Every All the working people know where to go to get their hot dogs. And he can take winters off and he snowbirds. So he only has to work like four hey, uh, months out of the year. Uh, Dingo, I hear a bunch of background stuff that I'm not sure what it is. That's the TV. So, oh, that's Men at Work playing in the background on Pluto. Yeah, like Men at Work, the band? No, the movie. Uh, the, mo- the, the movie. Oh, okay. The Charlie Sheen movie. For the garbage men. Yeah. All right. All right. Did you have anything else? That's it. Thanks. Hey, thanks for the call, Dingo. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Let's move right along to Tom in New Hampshire. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I just want to bring up a point here. Uh, in other countries, like in uh, Central America and uh, Haiti and a lot of Africa, the reason people are so broke and so poor is because of governmental corruption, which takes on many forms. Some of it's wide open and some of it is clandestine, taking bribes uh, and hope they don't get caught. And, okay, so uh, let me ask you a question, Tom. Tom. What? What causes prosperity? Prosperity is economic. When uh, you've got economic freedom, that unleashes the prosperity. Like if you want to have people, uh, just say for example, with the stroke of a pen, the governor of New Hampshire signs a bill that bans any city or town from imposing zoning restrictions. Then all of a sudden you have an abundance of new jobs in demolition and construction, and uh, the rents go down because there isn't this tight. Uh, the situation of families having to compete against each other in a, essentially an auction for a limited supply of housing because there's going to be a glut of housing, so they have more money left over. That's an interesting that's libertarian over. conundrum. Now, right. uh, the, the you need the government, is, government? Uh, the the governor of the government, to pass a law to prevent other smaller governments. Or we could just get liberties. rid of the government altogether, and we could all just do whatever we well, want. But, but if you got rid of the state government, right, there would yeah. be no one to stroke that pen. And the reduction, of, and like we all agree here, including Tom, because Tom's scenario includes the reduction of government, right? So the reduction of government makes more economic freedom possible and increases the opportunity for prosperity. No, it doesn't, no. not necessarily. Because now, it requires that up? level of government above to prevent the lowers. No, so, so if we go all the way to the end, elimination of government, that is maximum economic prosperity potential. If you yeah. had like an overarching government enforcing it. Well, previously. Right. So like right yeah, now we have an overarching government. And now if we get rid of that government altogether, the maximum amount of uh, opportunity is available. Because if you got rid of the big overarching one, you would have the lessers restricting freedom. You need Hello? that. Hello. Yeah, I want to bring up the federal. Hi, Free Talk Live. What's your name, please? Tom. Hey, Tom. Where are you calling from? 
I'm calling from New Hampshire, and I want to bring up how the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation is a form of overt corruption, because what it does is it gives uh, the depositors a guarantee that they're going to get their dollars back, and uh, the dollars they deposit back, and that gives them an incentive to invest in a private company, which then invest the money making out loans yep. to businesses and thereby uh, I have a I have a question Tom for, would you support uh, free market deposit insurance uh free market deposit insurance as in uh, a as in I buy my own health insurance I buy my own car insurance why can't I buy my own banking insurance right yeah or do without banking insurance and if and you so choose chances. right and that would be what risky. they got to do what they got to do is uh the put the postal service under the U.S. Department of the Treasury, well, they're just going to go and postal. Then if you have, uh, if you want to, feel like you're dodging in, the question. I feel like if you want to invest in Treasury securities that are backed by the full faith and credit of the United States, then it would be as simple as taking a walk on down to the post office. All right, hey Tom, let me rephrase the question for you. Let me rephrase the question. Uh, so you you put uh, three hundred thousand dollars into a bank account right now, and as you're doing so, you're presented with three options. You could check the box for FDIC insurance. You could check the box for Geico banking insurance, or you could check the box for Richie Rich uh, banking insurance. Or They're none all, of the above. Or none of the above. They're all the same price, except for none of the above. Doesn't cost you anything. Uh, they're all the same price, uh, and they all provide identical services, near as you can tell, without having any history with them at all. Which one do you choose? Uh, I would probably pick none at all. But w- what you want to do is. So your $300,000 is immediately at risk, right? Because the yeah, bank well, might be, you know, might malinvest it some way or just make a mistake, right? Like, you know, SVB was yeah. an error, right? Nothing out of the ordinary and poof, and it's gone. And it's gone. And what they need to do, though, is see, that's a form of uh, uh, overt corruption because it is subsidizing the businesses and everybody that gets these loans from the insured banks and it also is a power grab by the federal government because now if you go out and rob a bank uh, then you are you might be correct in the current scenario but in the hypothetical that we presented that would not be the case very good what what they got to do though is eliminate the federal deposit insurance corporation yes and then if you then hell yeah and then, excuse me, then if you want your money you to fight? be backed by the full faith and credit of the United States, you could buy Treasury securities at the post office, redeem them at the post office. Oh, he's office, just repeating And if you've got your life savings suddenly handed to you in cash and it's thousands and thousands of dollars and you don't like to walk around with Hey, all- Tom, thank you for the call. We appreciate you. And, uh, Tom, thank you for the call. We appreciate you. Also, Tom, thank you for the call. We do appreciate you. Tom, thank you for the call. We do appreciate you. Right. <laughs> right. But okay, so I, I understand his point. Right? Yeah. But but the FDIC He was dodging the question. He was dodging the question. Yeah. But the FDIC functions as an insurance agency. Yes. Right? You deposit your money into the bank. Yep. The bank takes a portion of it, pays the FDIC, right, and insures depositors up to two hundred and fifty thousand. Right. Right. Now, what's the problem there? If it functions as an insurance thing, that's a service provided to you by the bank. Well, the problem is, is you have no choice in service provider. For the insurance. Well, you kind of do because credit unions have their own insurance company. It's not the I FDIC. Mean, okay. 
but that's the only other choice you have. Whereas in Understood. a free market, you could bank where the hell ever you wanted to and also have choice of insurance companies, none of which would be government-sponsored. Which is why the question posed was hypothetically, right. would, you, would you prefer a banking system where you were responsible for your own deposit insurance? I would prefer a banking system where I don't have to be because I'm my own bank. Okay. That's Even better. Maybe, right? If you've ever had your wallet stolen or lost it well, or you don't left need it, it on somewhere. your person. I have, but like when it comes to but now, but now cryptocurrency, there are like folks have invented ways to we'll call it mitigate that not eliminate but mitigate sure. that risk so the thing with that is you just need to take on the self-responsibility to deal with all of that and all right. of the you know the necessity the necessary things to secure your assets and all it not comes everyone down is ready to for that. though is right. is just changing your belief right most folk in the united mm. states of america are of the belief that if they earn some USD, some dollars, whatever they get after theft, I mean taxes, on their paycheck, that goes into their bank account, they go, oh, this is mine. And they go, oh, I should put X amount, maybe before tax, into my IRA, my 401k, whatever. And then, oh, I'm going to take this and I put this amount aside for you know, my auto pays, my rent, my mortgage, my electric, water, you know, whatever, gas, that kind of stuff car payment, you know, et cetera, and so on. And then whatever's left over, maybe they got a budget, and they're like, oh, I'm going to funnel X percent of this to this and whatever, and then this is going to go to savings. And, like, that's highly automated, right? But where is the choice when it comes to insuring the money that you have in the bank? There isn't any. It's only the FDIC, and that's it, and you only are insured up to $250,000. So if you're lucky enough to have more than $250,000 in an account, whether you're just an individual who happened to make and save that amount of money, or if you're a guy running businesses, multiple businesses, or you're a venture capitalist, no matter who you are, that is the amount that somebody arbitrarily decided that they were going to insure you to. Whereas a free market would be like, you want to insure up to a million? Yeah, we could do it. Two million, five, ten, twenty, a billion? Like, who are the government to say that money currency quote unquote whatever it is can only be insured up to x there's no choice in that at all that's why i pose the hypothetical right so if you had if you had private market you know private market deposit insurance you might have the option to to pay more for right. a higher service right but i, I also know that i don't want to be my own bank right because banks exist as a service for a reason right having that much gold stored in my little safe vault in my basement right. is much less secure than entrusting it to the bank for a fee. Couldn't you insure that, though? What? You could. Your gold. Yeah. In if a free the, market, you could. In the free market, you could. If I were an insurance provider and we existed in a free market, I'd be like, Richie Rich, would you like to pay a premium to insure your gold in your safe? Maybe. Right? Right. I, I, would, I would actively market to your demographic. Possibly, I got a thing in or, the mail the other day. Or about, you might like, say, "Well, for that amount of gold, right, we're gonna we'll we'll insure it, but you have to put it in a more safe storage location." All right, let's table that for a moment. Let's see what uh, I think. This is Rob in Vermont. What's on your mind? Hey, so I'd like to add to a couple of things that Tom said, if I if you don't mind, if that's okay. It's free talk live, so talk. Yeah. So, well, uh, you don't repeat I what he said. This. Uh, thing of uh, of you know what you're talking about could all been solved just 
tell them, get yourself a hardware wallet, a digital wallet, sure. and then you won't have to worry about all that other stuff. Except you that know? you do. Because your hardware wallet needs to be backed up by seed phrases, which means that needs to be either memorized, which you're counting on not getting a lump on the head, right, or stored in a secure location. Well, the other thing he talked about was... See? Uh, right past it. He talked about... Not addressing uh, my concern at all. I mean, there's going to be concerns with whatever you do, right? Whether you put your money in the bank or whether you put all your crypto on a hardware wallet or you have gold in the safe. Right, no matter but, what you do, there's risks. But crypto people don't talk about that. They gloss over and they go, look, oh, you just get a hardware wallet and you're safe. All, put all yeah. your money in crypto and just put it on a hardware wallet. And then you're your own bank and you're in charge of everything and poof, now don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, I mean, those concerns are valid and they do need to be addressed. And crypto people don't address it. I wouldn't say that no crypto people address it. Point me in a direction or what is their what is their uh, I mean aren't we trying to address it right now? I'm trying to. Yeah. Yeah. But so. phew, right over. So moving right along to the caller then. Well, he had plenty of opportunity to reinterject. <laughs> I was just trying to breeze past it and move okay. on. Like, okay, yeah. so he also talked about See? uh you know, the government uh in New Hampshire and I think what it is is that you need to do away with those unions. Government unions or all unions? Yeah. Yeah, get rid of all government unions and and also the people that cause all of these, uh, uh, you know, the fraud and everything. Those people need to be punished. Like I don't mind the idea of people getting together to rebel against the thing that they think is unfair. Yeah, right. And that's kind of like what we've been taught the unions are supposed to be. I don't like their cause, but I like French people's attitudes. It's not right about now. It's not. It's not what they are, right? Unions are, unions have to act in a very specific way because the thing that they are going up against is a legal fiction, They're going up against corporations, right? Which are created by government. And so unions themselves have to operate within the same framework that corporations operate, which makes them completely ineffective. Unless, of course, they're going outside of, we'll call it, quote unquote, the law, and are doing things like, well, I don't know, threatening your family, right? You know, mafia-style stuff. Which is, of course, exactly what the government does if you don't pay their fees. See, this is, this is another thing that's come up long ago on Free Talk Live. Sure. Right? Abs- absent the state, right, I still think you would have businesses organizing in such a way that corporations organize. And I do think I, you will have workers collectively I bargaining. I don't disagree. I think that uh, the name of this would be companies instead of corporations. Sure, I don't care what you call it. I, I think that perhaps there would be large groups of people and the larger of these organizations who sort of get together and are like, hey, you know what? Richie Rich is kind of an a-hole. Uh, he's an unfair guy. He wants us to work for minimum wage or maximum effort and et cetera and so on. He doesn't give us time off or you know, having a kit, whatever, whatever, whatever it happens of, to be, yeah, sure. whatever kind of thing you feel like doing because it's your company. And you're like, I do whatever I want, right? I I agree, but they would be far more effective in that situation than they right. are currently because of the legal oppression that they both are forced to succumb to. Right. So again, I don't think the solution is oh, just end all the unions. 
Right. Right. Because in a free market, you will have collective bargaining associations of some kind. And sure. there would be different kinds of unions. So yes. the nursing union in Massachusetts just completely went against all of the nurses who did not want to be vaccinated and totally just screwed everybody over. The nursing but union went against all of the nurses. Not all of the nurses. Well, the all majority? of the nurses that, not the majority, oh, okay. just the ones that didn't want to be vaccinated, which was maybe 20, 25 percent. So it was a democracy where the majority overruled the minority. Yes, essentially. By definition. By definition, right. if we had a free market of unions, so to speak, I could have chose a different nursing union. Oh, this one, you know, values, or none of them, but this one values medical freedom and they align more with my beliefs, so I can go with them versus I only have this one option. And not only do I only have this one option, but I am forced into joining the union and I don't have an option. Like, I have to pay the union. Like, they don't, you need to be in the union. They don't give you an option not to be. my question is, who oversees the unions? Hmm. Yeah. Well, the government, probably. Well, are you talking about our hypothetical scenario or the current paradigm? Well, I mean, I'm talking about what the unions do nowadays. They cover up for the police. Yeah. Well, the police okay, unions so- certainly do. And the fact that the police have a union, in my opinion, is the most laughable thing on planet Earth. Right, the the police, a government entity who are ruled and dictated only by government, for them to have sort of a body politic that gets together and goes, "Hey, government, uh, we don't think you're paying us enough or giving us. You're already like committed to being a slave of the state, to being an order follower. Like the fact that you have a union trying to like get you just a little bit more health care. Like, uh, come on, it's at ridiculous. the expense of the taxpayer." Again, yeah. yeah, both of these things, like their existence is at the expense of the taxpayer, and then they got a union to come along and tax the taxpayer even more? Ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And I, and if people don't stand up and start, you know, uh, you know, speaking their minds and getting involved, I mean, it'll be, just, you know, what do you want, your own governor and your own attorney general to be able to call out? You know, uh, whatever they feel is uh, uh, right and wrong in your state? No. 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 I want, the, I want like I said, I want the French method. Burn right. it down. Burn it down. What, what Garbage I want, in the streets, set it all on fire. What I want, and thank you for the call, Rob. What I want is, of course, to be the captain of myself at all times, in all situations. Ahoy. And I want that for everybody else, too, because I realize that in order for me... To be able to be the maximum amount of captain of myself, other people around me must be as free, if not more free, than I am in order to achieve that. That's a weird paradigm, man. Is it not true? I want to say it's unfortunately true that your freedom your freedom is dependent on the freedom of all others. But that's what makes it a synergistic idea. That's I don't what want makes my freedom it... dependent on Joe Schmo. Oh, just... No, no, no. It's not dependent upon... Right, it's a result of. Clarify the difference. So dependent upon means that it's like democracy. Like, oh, the majority can decide whether or not you're free. Whereas your freedom is directly dependent upon the amount of freedom other people claim individually. So if, if people are free to, well, be free and claim their freedom independently, then you are going to have more freedom because the majority of people are going to claim more freedom. Whereas but they if, don't. But they currently don't. they, they don't. don't. Currently, they don't because they prefer comfort right. over like freedom. The, the quite an example in New Hampshire where they voted the taxes down and then everyone in town got together to vote it back up. 
right? It's nonsense. 603-283-6160. How free are you? Give us a call. Let us know. Free Talk Live. For the at the end, so you don't want these people hanging. You want to know the word has ended, and you throw the staccato consonant right at the end. That hard K. Back. It's too many Ks. Stop at three. Yeah. Yeah. Probably shouldn't even go to three. Really. Oh, okay. <laughs> Speaking of three, six zero three, three. two eight three. three. Six one six zero. Again, the number six zero three two eight three six one six zero. If you would like to call and comment on tonight's Sunday night edition of Free Talk Live, I should probably like pay some attention to like stuff I might no. want to say to people. No, you know, live read style. Maybe I don't. You, people think I'm a professional, and I'm those people. I'm I'm letting you down right now. I am letting you down. Did you know that you can join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists, and libertarians from June 15th through the 18th for the 7th annual Fork Fest at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire? Fork Fest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which sold out in 2022. But this year, we're going back to where it all started, the weekend before Pork Fest. Fork Fest is decentralized which means there's no ticket cost, and of course, no one is in charge. What? You mean it'll be anarchy? Yes, that's true. All you have to do to join the fun is reserve your camping site, RV site, or motel room with Rogers Campground June 15th through the 18th. You can find out more at the unofficial website, forkfest.party. You can also connect with other attendees on the Forkfest Telegram and Matrix chat rooms, as well as the ForkFest forum. Links to all of those can be found at ForkFest.party. We hope to see you there, ForkFest.party. Just make sure you follow the rules of Roger's Campground, as posted and notated. We still have to get to our number two story, which is indeed the, the, number, two the number two story tonight. And maybe of other nights, too. We're, we're not sure how far... This number two story can go, but it is definitely the number two story. But before we get there, we haven't even really touched on the first story from earlier, which is California residents. Captain started cussing at the headline. (laughs) In case you forgot. So off air, one of my names is Captain Cussing. It's true. I I cannot tell a lie. I uh, I got a got a bit of a bit of a potty mouth, right? Only because I'm a free speech absolutist, right? Like I. I don't feel like. Don't give me that. Yeah. Well, you can't be an abs- You can't be an absolutist if you tame yourself and dump yourself well, on. You know. Gotta do what I, I you gotta have do to, to well, like that's, remain that's, on air. That's right? the. Yeah, like, it's not really know, an absolutist. Yeah, yeah. I am philosophically right. a free speech absolutist. All right, I'll take in, that. In performance, however, I am still relegated by 
the large entity of men with guns who proclaim that if I don't do as they say, they will send me a stern letter telling me to cease. And if I disregard their letter, they will send men with guns to tell me, hey, we're serious about you ceasing and desisting from your free speech ways. And I go, F you. Then they go, all right, well, F you. We're going to beat you and put you in cuffs and throw you in a cage. And if I resist appropriately, what will they do? Kill you. That will kill me. That's right. Free speech or die, man. So at any rate, this headline from 97.7 WTKS AM 1290. I'm not sure how 97.7 is AM 1290, but whatever. California residents call cops on planets in the sky. In the sky. Where else would planets be, right? In your toilet bowl and, you know, like the number two story uh we'll get to that later (laughs) come on let's not no spoilers you said planets in the toilet bowl i did that would be where number two goes yeah Uh, not always mostly mostly. (laughs) we'll find out that's more of a spoiler we'll find out during our number two story later uh however californians were alarmed by two not not number two by two adjacent bright lights that appeared to be floating in the sky over Central Valley on Wednesday night, according to KTVU. Unidentified bright lights in the sky. Because bright lights could be anywhere. These were in the sky. Wasn't that a Gremlins thing? Like, bright lights, bright lights. Like, if they saw bright lights or got wet, they turn into, like, the evil Gremlins. I thought it was get wet. I don't remember the bright lights. Yeah, I I don't remember the bright lights thing. I think bright lights were... Well, right. if you know, 603-283-616. Maybe those little monsters. At any rate, uh, residents were so concerned. More than the, one resident, plural. Yes, residents, plural, were so concerned, bold print, that they called the cops to report the sighting. After consulting NASA. They consulted NASA? The Stanislaus. Stanislaus? I don't know what S-T-A-N-I-S-L-A-U-S. That. It's like... A guy named Stan became Santa Claus, and now it's Stanislaus. Stan is lost. Perhaps he made coleslaw on the way, and so now it's Stanislaus. Got turned around in the forest. Anyway, after consulting NASA, the Stanislaus County Sheriff's Office took to Facebook. That's an appropriate place to disseminate right, They're like, well, we couldn't get the answers from NASA, <laughs> so we had to take it to Facebook. No, no, no. We went to NASA. We got the answer, and we decided the best place for us to respond. It wasn't like a press conference or anything. It was a yeah. post on Facebook. Facebook post is yeah. the new press conference. It's cheaper than a press conference. That's to true. explain the phenomenon to locals. Okay, now. Yokels. Now, if I'm a, uh, a member of said Stanislaus County Sheriff's Department... And I go, we want to express this information to locals. Facebook is not a place you put stuff that you want to keep local. Well, if they're subscribed to your channel. Well, clearly, because now news Facebook is not a place where you go to keep stuff local. I mean, Facebook groups is local communities. No, it's not. Everything you post on Facebook is available nationwide, if not globally. I don't care how private your... What are they supposed to do then? Nobody's looking at the town bulletin board anymore. You know? Man, you know what's funny about that? They have press conferences all the time. For my job. Does anybody... I've never been to a press conference in any town I've lived in. For my job, I had to call some of the the New Hampshire towns to see, you know, what their 
policy for advertising is like yeah. on public, you know, mm-hmm. parks or whatever. And the one lady was like, uh, we have a bulletin board you can put some stuff up on. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, people still do that? <laughs> like, okay. So like, I'll check that one off. It's free. Wow. The saddest experience I ever had with a government entity. Not most violence, not most like demeaning, but like saddest is uh, I was in New Mexico. I was stuck. And I'm like, yeah, looks like I'm going to have to like work my way out of this situation, right? I couldn't, I didn't like have enough stuff to like sell to get out of the situation. I was like, ah, I'm going to have to get a job of some kind and work my way out of the situation. I'm not opposed to any of that, of course. Like that's the story of my life. Like I've, I've been working most, I pride myself on the fact that I'm pretty sure that you can airdrop me almost anywhere and I can find a freaking job. You should get on one of those reality shows. Right. <laughs> no, I shouldn't. I hate reality shows. I give reality a bad freaking Lost hat. in the Yukon. Who will survive? At any rate, my point my money's is- on the captain. My point is, is that like I'd scoured the newspaper, the Sunday newspaper specifically, a couple of times, and then like a Monday and Wednesday paper just to see if there were any, anything different during the week. And at this point in time, in space and time, in New Mexico, there were no jobs. Like- finally like you know three weeks into the thing like there's an ad like there's a whole bunch of crap like earn money mailing things from home it only costs you five hundred dollars to sign up go f yourself right finally there's an ad for like a taco bell now mind you i'm in like my late teens early 20s right uh and i've got fast food experience and i'm like oh i'm a shoe in and it says open interviews, 8 a.m. until, I don't know, it was like noon or something like that. Just bring your, your resume, pre- be prefer- prepared to fill out an application. I'm like, okay. I'm like, so it seems like jobs are kind of tough in this area. So I'm going to show up at this Taco Bell at like 7.30. Figure a half hour in advance of the opening time. I'll at least be the first 10 people in, something like that. You know, no, not true. There was it. It was like the opening day of Return of the Jedi. Wow! Like there was a line outside the door, all the way down. The parking lot was freaking full. No one was in the drive-through lane ordering food. Everybody was there to apply for the minimum wage Taco Bell job. People who were like standing in line with like their their infant children, families, right? This kind of a thing. And like I, somebody else was driving. I didn't have a car at the time. Somebody was driving me to this thing. And we just sort of drove through and looked at the thing. And this is a half hour before it's supposed to actually go on. Right. And there's a line of like, I don't even know, 100 people. I, it's like an amazing quantity of people lining up freaking Taco Bell. Right? This is how desperate people were for employment at that point. That I was just like, you know what? Every one of these people in this line is far more deserving of this job than I am. I do not want this job. I am capable of finding a different job that is not this job. I am capable of getting myself out of the situation in another way. Why I thought that, I don't know. It's just the feeling. Because you didn't want to stand in line. It's That's the real I reason. Mean, yeah. maybe, maybe. No, no, you guys no. can have this job. I'll figure but something no, I else just, out. I just, felt like, I just felt like the people in line were like, oh my God, you guys are like, you guys have probably been waiting for this ad to come up for months where I've Desperate. been 
I've been at it only for weeks, right? You know yeah. what I mean? And like they're already all smart enough to show up super early to the thing to maximize their chances. And I thought I was being smart. Like, no, they had already outsmarted me for this kind of thing. You should have like, pulled you know up what? to the front of the line, had your buddy open the car door for you, and then you just stand <laughs> in the front like show up in a limo, right? Yeah. You know, get out with a three piece suit on and a resume in a frame. No, that's not what I did. A binder. Instead, what I did is, um, because I had just gotten out of uh, what we call post-secondary school, I had uh, 16 welding certifications, right? Mm. Overhead and vertical and horizontal and diagonal. And like uh, I was certified MIG, TIG, and stick arc uh, in all of those different angles, plus a few more that I can't freaking remember. And so I was like, I'm just going to go find some freelance work to make some cash to get me the F out of this place, right? And so I go around, I start talking to people, and, like, I'm hitting up in person, right? I'm showing up at, like, junkyards or um, automotive shops or places where I think they might need a guy who can put a weld on a thing, right? And uh, it turns out one of the junkyards is like, oh, uh, you should go talk to this guy, uh, Mr. We Hunt, right? That was his last name, We Hunt. Uh, their slogan is, we hunt for water. They're a well-drilling service. Nice. They drill for water in the desert. Yeah, if they got <laughs> one of those divining rods. Of New Mexico. Yeah, if you get the stick divining rod, you can find it really I actually easy. saw that in action. Now, this guy was a total dick to me, but he's paying me cash under the table, no overtime. I'm working 10, 12, 15 hours a day for cash, a very low rate, I might add. But at that time, it was like sort of okay. I was more okay with the cash part, you know, and we knew, we both knew we both knew it was a temporary thing. But he needed somebody who, if like one of the uh, drill shafts broke while they were drilling, that a guy could like put a bead on it and weld it, and they could yeah. keep drilling that kind of thing. Otherwise, my entire job was shoveling gravel. Oh, I've done that before. Right? It sucks. What they what they do is they drill a hole super damn deep into the into the dirt and they put pvc piping into said hole and then in order to keep that pvc pipe in place with a pump at the end where it's in the water you have to shovel a whole bunch of gravel around so they cap it and and steady it in place with some stakes in the dirt and then they back up a couple of dump trucks worth of gravel and your entire job for like the next four days is to just dump gravel into the hole okay one of the most taxing physical labor jobs I've ever had outside of maybe a uh, hot tar roofing. Okay. Uh, but I did it, right? I did it. I GTFO'd, and my life continued on. Now, what I learned about New Mexico, and this is part of where my sort of hatred for New Mexico comes from, is that New Mexico, first of all, is a desert. Second of all, it's got politicians in it that represent sort of the desert mentality, right? What do I mean by that? Deserts suck the life out of everything it frickin' touches. Yep. Right? There are so many, like, beat up and, like, nearly broken or, uh, like, nearly burned down, like, trailers just on a plot of desert property with nothing growing around it. Like, there's probably dead people in, like, mobile homes in New Mexico that people haven't discovered yet that have been sitting there for six years or whatever because it's such a desolate and dry and crappy area. The only place where anything remotely lively happens is in the mountains, right? Uh, Otherwise, the rest of New Mexico is just a giant sieve that sucks the life literally out of everything else around it. Anyway, that's my story. 
I thought there was like a government job tie-in to that somewhere. I was waiting for it. These there, are the saddest government story. There were government jobs available in the area on the White Sands Missile Range. Oh, okay. And and yes, that was the major employer in the area for uh, Almogordo and Riodoso. You get to be a target holder? Yeah, or a janitor, or you know what I mean. I mean, there okay. were some like seriously menial jobs, uh, but they were only hiring for part time. Smart. They get less taxes that way, right? You know, uh, even the government is concerned about taxes when they hire people. That's a weird one, which is totally weird. Like government, if you if you work for the government, your 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 salary should be tax free, right? I, I mean, so. everyone's salary You're already, should be tax-free. Well, okay, yes, yes. But, but if your salary is paid by tax, why should you then be taxed? It's like taking three cookies from the cookie jar and putting one back and saying you contributed to the jar. Right. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Say that again. It's like taking three cookies from the t- cookie jar and putting one back and saying you contributed to the jar. And that's government. Bam. Just yeah. like that. Our work is done here. Good night, everybody. I'm well, just kidding. We, no, we, have, keep going. we have like more than an hour. But we still didn't even get to number two. Oh, oh we, we still have to get to the planets. We yet. haven't even gotten to the planets yet. Thanks, Nikki. The lights. There were lights. Californians were alarmed by two adjacent bright lights. They've never seen stars before. If you, if you are quote if you are seeing these lights in the sky, dispatch has received multiple calls regarding this. Do not be alarmed. NASA said that Jupiter and Venus would appear in the close. western sky on March 1st. There is no reason to report this, unquote. They're like, stop calling us. Apparently, We've gotten this is 16 rec- phone calls about this. Apparently, this is a recording they put on their, their phone system. Yeah. And without, you know, depending on where you're at in California, right, like, you know, Los Angeles to Hollywood, those areas, they might not have seen stars because yeah. it's so bright otherwise. Than well, and that's it true. And if they're seeing Jupiter, that would be far brighter than most of the stars. It's bigger, so... Many poked fun in the comments section of the post in pure embarrassment of fellow humans who thought that calling the sheriff's office on the stars would solve anything. Also, honestly, even if I Faith thought, in government. even if I thought I saw a UFO or something that I was concerned about, the government, like the cops are not the people, well, you know, is- even if I did believe in the police and I would okay. call the cops over something else, I just don't think like I thought. I would think that if you called the cops over a suspected UFO, they would just laugh at you. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, who would the appropriate authority in that case then be? I guess like no one. The, the uh, you're, just, you're just out of luck at that point, right? If who I do were, you call if you think you see a UFO? If I, mean, I were going to call somebody, I'd probably go online and oh. find like some UFO conspiracy group. Mm-hmm. If I had compelling evidence. Based out of New Mexico. Some, yeah, some, some sort of video. <laughs> or, I would call these guys instead of the government because yeah. they're going to have a tighter knit, faster working network than anything government has. Probably. Right? Yeah. If you call government and submit a video to them, it's going to be like six weeks minimum before they even look at it. <laughs> like, then they're going to laugh for like another six weeks. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were pretty responsive in this case, right? They, 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 well, we it, don't know that. Well, they called the, 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 the people called the government. The government called NASA. NASA gave them a response, and they posted it to Facebook. I'm surprised they called NASA. Quote, yeah, they got a That's the most shocking yeah. part. Because yeah. I, I can totally believe that people are dumb enough to look up in the sky and say that the stars are UFOs dur, dur, or dur. something. Well, it must have been brighter than a normal star, right? It had to be. But have it, they never seen planets before? Because that's what planets look like when you look up in the sky and you see Jupiter. 
You know okay. what I mean? Like if you're I like, may have accidentally seen a planet, but I do not look up at the sky all If you're like 12, uh, okay. if you're like 12 and you see that maybe, maybe you're like, oh my God, I don't know what this is. If your parents aren't around, you're like a latchkey kid or something yeah. like, maybe, but not like adults. Like, Well, you maybe. can just look at it and say, oh, that's not really moving. Maybe it's well, but that's. I would say the same thing about a star if I were to look up into the sky. Yeah. Right? To me, the stars don't move. They're just there. Yeah. The if article, they move, it's really fast. You make a wish. The article continues. As this lunar cycle progresses, Jupiter, Mars, and the background of stars will appear to shift westward each evening as the Earth moves around the sun. Take that, flat earthers. <laughs> while bright Venus will move slowly the other direction shifting towards Jupiter until they pass each other just it's a like half a degree apart on March 1st. The I moon love- was located beside Pollux, a star contained in the Gemini constellation on March 2nd, creating a similar-looking light display. I love how the cops are giving like an astrology lesson right now. I uh, am almost willing to bet that none of the cops involved knew any of this probably they just not. cut and pasted the response from nasa yeah, until they NASA copied said. and pasted the nasa response. but that also that also seems appropriate in this situation right like yeah to their credit right they didn't know they found the answer they disseminated the response i have made a career out of this right like, copy and pasting no oh. like uh, the correct answer if you don't know anything is you know what? I don't know, but I'm going to find out. Sure. Yeah, right? absolutely. If you're in any sort of a service position yeah. Yeah. or sales or you know support, whatever it is, that is always the correct answer, especially if you are pretty damn sure you can find out. You're like, hey, you know what? I don't know that answer, but let me go talk to Bill over here or Jim or Richie or whatever, right? right. Whoever it is that you're pretty sure knows the damn answer. Like you're like, hang on, or like, what's your number? I'll call you back. Let me go find. And like you do, like people are far more appreciative of that. Than yeah. you like faking something or giving them some half-assed answer or some you know right uh, canned sort of response that your company wants you to give them. So to their credit, to right. their credit, yes, I will say, and that is the end of the article. Like it just ends, like as if some sort of a giant meteorite crashed into the planet and there was no more information after this point in space and time. That's when the Martians come in. <laughs> I welcome our new space overlords. They come in peace. Take me to your leader. Or do they come in peace? No, not that one. Oh. <laughs> they come in pods. They come in pods. Can we call them peas then? Oh, peas in a pod. Peas porridge hot. Peas porridge cold. Peas porridge in the pot. Nine days old. I have old. no clue what you guys oh, are talking my about. Gosh. Wow. Some number of days old. I said nine days old. We have superseded the generational yeah. okay. gap between Nikki and ourselves. Is this like a nursery rhyme? Yes. It's okay. like a nursery rhyme. It's not quite Hickory Dickory Duck. Oh, I know that one. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Hickory Dickory Duck. <laughs> There's several versions. Something about a clock. 603-283-6160. Still to come tonight, our number two story of the evening. This is Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. And... 
It is Free Talk Live. And I am your host, the authentic Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will. In the studio tonight, it's me and then. It's Nikki. And then. Rich Rich. Very nice. So we have been teasing our number two story all night long. Like Lionel Richie says, all yeah. night. All night. All night long. All night. Anyway, you feel good. You feel good. Anyway. And it is the number two story for a reason. And it just so happens that as we get to this number two story, we happen to have our number two caller of all time on the line with us. Turd Ferguson, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, guys? All right. So just just hang out there with us for a minute. I want I want sure. you to hear this number two story, the headline, a little bit about, about it. Well, we'll just start with the headline. And it's super important that you hear because this is the number two story of the evening. This is from okay. page6.com. The headline reads, Fan poops in aisle near Hillary and Chelsea Clinton at Broadway show. Oh, wow. That's that's pretty amazing. I'm not going to lie. I, I You know what? You know what would be better? If he had pooped on them. I think that would be way funnier and way So better. look, I'm not trying would... to criticize your performance art here, bro, but if you want to yeah. improve on the next time, that's up to you. I just want to say that like this, as far as performance art goes, dude, well done. Well done. I can't believe you pulled it off. Or throw it at him like a monkey. Chuck it. Yeah. That, now that would have been funny. I mean, and, and yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know if I could criticize that because I don't think I could have done any better. But I'm just saying. Oh, you you, you mean been, you're you're publicly denying that this was you? Uh, uh, it wasn't me. Trust me. If that was me, I would take all credit I, for it. Like I had, I had a a question for the headline, and and perhaps I'll post that into the chat a little later. That says a yeah. turd Ferguson production question mark. Yeah, I I wish because that it is brilliant. Although, like I said. If he had pooped on them, way funnier. But look, this is why I'm calling. If he had well, pooped well, on them, they should like, give him like, like the statue, yeah. like the George Bush shoe guy so, has so, the rock. So hang on just a minute, because there's just a little bit yeah. here. I gotta, I gotta let you know. the The uh, article starts: Some like it hot, steaming hot. Oh my gosh! Page six <laughs> hears that a serial pooper has been stalking the halls pooper. of the legendary Schubert Theater. And the last time they struck, a turd appeared in the aisle near Hillary and Chelsea Clinton. At Some Like It Hot. That was the name of the production. Yeah, Where's like the, the show? Some Monroe. Like It Hot. A source close to the show insists that it was a regrettable one-off incident. But another source tells us that the theater staff said it is the S blank blank T's almost hit the fans at other performances. Apparently, this is not the first incident. Right, are you just going to do the whole article while Turd's waiting? Well, I mean, okay. like, I gotta well, give him, I gotta give turd the important okay. parts right. about the turd, so turd okay. can refute the well, turd I, or the no turd. All right. Hold on, I got a question. Some like, a, is this like a play or is it a Broadway show? What is it? It's Broadway it is show. Broadway show. Yes. It's like the Marilyn Monroe movie. Okay. It's like a musical, except on Broadway. Oh, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, she's sexy. Yeah, well, she was. You should watch the was, movie. Some like it hot. Sexy. You'd like, you'd love it. Or perhaps go see a Broadway play, turd. Or just download. Uh, any just other be careful Marilyn about what you. If you go Whatever. see this, be careful, deal. turd, about what you do in the aisles. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's pretty right. awesome that you got away with it one time. 
but you know now they know your mo I promise to do my best not to poop in the aisle of uh, some like it hot. Uh, I promise I'll do my best. Again? Well, he said he promised <laughs> not to do it. So. I was waiting right. for the word again. I'll do my best not to. Okay. All right. All right. So, Turn, I'll give you a minute. What, what were we talking about? at all. Oh, yeah. So, I just wanted to call and say that uh, I finished beating Resident Evil 4 Remake earlier today. Greatest video game of all time. Fabulously scary. Amazing. Leon Kennedy is LRN.FM of intense playtime. We're just flushing turd. We we just oh. flushed turd. That's what we did. Okay. Like what we had for turd was far superior to him proclaiming his prowess on some freaking video game oh. that he finally finished. Like we set him up what? with the ultimate material. You're not impressed? No. Why would I be impressed with somebody beating Resident Evil? Like, I mean, I'm the gamer. Ooh. I was like, I was enjoying the call. Well, I haven't played tense. that one. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> you, you flushed you him. Were, well, I mean, yeah. he's a turd. What are you going to do? I mean, it's a perfect way to end the call. What? But how else you know. would you end a call with a turd than flushing? No, no. I get that that's how you should end the call. I just don't know if I would agree with, like, that would have been the end for me. Oh. Mm. Well, fortunately for me, I'm right here. No, I get it. And you're not. Understood. We, we get it. You're the captain. Otherwise, I'd be it. subjected to to your decisions. All hail respect, Captain Kickass! All hail Captain <laughs> Kickass! <laughs> We're just over here. Your your loyal, almighty dictator of the peasants. button flush. <laughs> yeah, I wish that were true. <laughs> I know that's not true. You guys rarely listen to anything, much less what I have to say. At any rate, last week, like Hillary, there are other scary games Hillary and Chelsea Clinton were in the audience, said a source. The lights came up for intermission, and there were two human turds in the aisle just near the famous political duo. Does that mean it was like... This is just... The, does that mean it was Turd Ferguson standing next to a, a pile? Yeah. Like, yep. the, the term human turd just reminds me of... Um, the South Park character, what is it? Uh, Mr. Hanky. Mr. Hanky, yes. the Christmas poo. That's just what I'm picturing. Just a little dancing. I love me and he loves you, or whatever the hell he says. Yeah. Yeah. Very, much, very much. Uh, am I your wayward son? I don't know. Do I have a wayward son? I don't know, do you? I don't know. You were saying carry on. That's the first words that popped okay. into my head after that. Uh, the insider added, the house crew dealt with it, meaning it being the poo and poo, mm-hmm. Apparently there were two poos. Yep, not just one poo. There were pull two out poos. The pooper scooper. Was there two poos, or was it like one continuous poo that landed? It in two says spots? there were two human turds in the aisle, just near the famous political okay. duo. So it could have been from one incident, as he like made his. I mean, way. it could be as you were sort of laying cable that the cable split in half, and there were two cables. Right. But this sounds more like there were two distinct sort of piles, right? Okay. If you think of the traditional, like like the little emoticon, it looks like the, the top of yeah, your chocolate ice cream cone with, with the, the, the two googly eyes on it, right? Yeah. There were two of them in the aisle is my impression. I hope there were googly eyes. Probably sans googly eyes. I'm oh. just thinking out loud. Uh, the insider added, the house crew de- dealt with it up very appropriately and quickly. What does that mean? Like, I've been on some theater crews that are like some of the most degenerate people. Yeah, like, like, come on. Like, did they well, put I mean, it in a box? Chelsea and Hillary Clinton. Did they, they put can't... it in a box and mail it to them because they knew their ad? They were like, hey, you guys forgot something. Yeah. 
I mean, they can't, they can't sweep up the popcorn, oh, but they can address I, this situation. I would have swept up the poop, well, this put is it Broadway, in a box. Not your yeah. local like, I AMC. So. I would have swept up the poop, put it in a box, and mailed it back to, Return to Chellery sender. and Hilsey, or Hilsey and Chellery, or whatever their names are. Can you imagine this dude in like some you know buttless chaps just making his <laughs> yeah. way down the aisle? Assless chaps. Like just on everybody as he grows, like he's makes like, excuse me, I'm getting my seat, my seat's over there, you know, scooching his way. And, and then just Hillary and Chelsea more than crop dusting remained yeah. in Properly the theater seated. for the second act. Well, I mean, they weren't they weren't pooped on. I believe the we'll call him the unidentified uh, fecophiliac. Oh, okay. I, sure. I believe he acted one act too soon. Yeah, you. If you're gonna do number two, set, yeah. you got to do it the second act, not the first. I mean, you also got to take your moments when you get them, right? Yep. Like I don't strike okay. while the opportunity's hot. If it were me, <laughs> sometimes hot. I can't yes. wait till the second act. Well, you know, some like it hot. Strike while you can get a steaming pile. Right. right. I mean, the, when the laxatives kick in, you know, when nature calls. Right. We do you have getting... an hour and a half to wait? You sure don't. Oh, I wanted to time this for the second act, but I guess I'll go now. We're getting carried away. Let's go to some calls. We've got an anonymous caller calling on Free Talk Live. What's your name, please? What's up? It's Bobby from Lakeland, Florida. Bobby from Lakeland, Florida. You sound sort of robotic. Are you on a cell phone? Um, No, sir. Okay, you sound a little better now. What's on your mind? did sound like a robot. Okay, yeah. Turk Ferguson was the number one caller for the number two topic. I 100% agree. No, he was you the number two caller one. for the number two topic. Oh, was, oh yeah. He was, oh, why was he, who was the number one caller for the number two topic? Doesn't matter. Well, he's We're just the number two. Up. It doesn't matter. He's number two because his name is Turd. Okay. Well, everybody in chat knows who I am, and you know who I am. Bobby from he Florida. I am. I'm the number one caller Wait, which for chat? the number one topic. Oh, free talk live matrix chat. Oh, the matrix. Oh, okay. And instead of the okay, the bad one. Never mind. All right. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. What's what, what's on your mind? So I've talked to Ian before, and I've called into the show because um, I've had I've, I've called the police before um, on booth. an unidentified object really? and had them come to the house. And Wait. I've talked to Ian before about it in chat, and I've talked to him. You called Ian about an unidentified object, or you called the police about an unidentified I called I called Ian about that incident that happened. But yeah, where about, you about saw a UFO and you called the police? Yes. Did you do this on air yeah. or did you just talk to Ian privately about this? No, no, this is on air. This is this is on air. Okay. Probably eight, nine years ago. Oh. What well, happened? Fill us in, because I don't remember the call from eight or nine years ago. Yeah. So um I was I, mean, I was I was pretty young then. So anyways, I was at my house and um I was was smoking cigarettes, camel wads, and I was chilling looking out on the oh, on the staircase. Camel wads and, me back. Yeah, and I was looking up. I'm just looking at the sky, and I see this uh, bright, flashing uh, light. And it was and it was going real fast to the left and to the right, and it was going up and down. And then it would speed off to the left, and it looked like a big bright like light. And then it had these. It looked like it had like these other little um, orbs or UFOs coming out of it. Okay. And then they were shooting off to the left and to the right. And then a couple of them, they were, like, doing, like, I don't know, like, red and yellow, blue, different sh- shimmering. So I'm like, oh, my God, we got to 
we got we got we got we got to tell the police about it. So they got to know about you got to see this because we got to have proof. So I called them, I told them, and um, it took them about 15, 20 minutes to get there. And I go over there and I show them, and have you seen that? Like, seconds count. Police are only minutes away. So the the police like yeah. responded to the call to your house, and the yes. the unidentified movements were still going on. So you went, look, it's still what? happening. Yes. Okay. And in that vicinity, and in that vicinity, um, I don't know. The cop was, was looking around. He, he he saw it. Okay. When mm-hmm. he went back to his car, he, he was like he did something was on his radio there. And then by that time, like um, my sisters were were there. They were there, and my, my parents were there. I was you know, still with my parents then, and they they noticed that there was a cop out there, and so they started coming outside, and they're like, "Well, what's going on?" And, you know, hey. And, you know, because I, I didn't, I didn't want to tell them, you know, about about like the UFO because I want to get it reported, you know. So I thought, I, I called the police first. So um, they, um, the guy was like, uh, "Well, you know, right there is Venus, and I see uh, I'm not for sure if we are, uh, you know, because I said, well, like, well, what kind of report are we going to do?" I was like. I don't know. And I was like, you got to be able to people. Right, can, you, can you just kind of summarize the. We're going to take you in for a 72 hour evaluation. Yeah, That's can the you, kind of report. Can you just kind of summarize right. the rest yeah. of it? Like, you're very detailed, and I appreciate that. But radio, we kind of want the summary. So, the summary is you guys want to know you call cops on planets, but you can, but they will, they were just going to cover it up because they're not going to write a report about it unless. Well, you know, these cops called NASA. I mean, and that was kind of my point. I would think that if you called the cops over something like this, they wouldn't take it seriously, or they'd just be like, "Yep, sure, whatever. We'll do a report." Or yeah, who was the cop that was like, he read this report and was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna call NASA." Instead of like writing it off as like you yeah. know oh it's Joe from the West Side just doing a crank call again or whatever. Well, it's California, well, and so if they're getting a lot of calls, right? They're like, well, and that's the thing too. Like, something. if thirty, forty, fifty people call in, it's still a small amount of people from California. I mean, to call okay. the police over the same thing, I would think that would be a lot. I mean, if you get like one, two, yeah. three calls, that's one thing. But if you have know, in like Chicago, the cops several do in Chicago, people call the police for like shootings all the time, and most of the time it's. Well, it's the cops doing the shooting. Yeah, that's true. They're there like, oh, that's just our undercover guy. The spy balloon. The spy balloon. Somebody saw that, and people were like, no, you're crazy. That's not no spy balloon. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Do you have a video footage of these lights in the sky that you called the cops on? Back then, it was a little um, chocolate um, you know, bar phone, so... I wasn't oh, able yeah. to, I was trying to, but it was, the, the cameras are so bad, they were even worse on them back so then. So you don't, That's did they get any video? My face. When, when the cops yeah, showed up, did the cops get any video? No, they didn't get no video. Right. You know, well, thank you for the call, we appreciate it. The description he gave of the UFOs, I've heard that a lot from different people, where there's one bigger one in the center, and yep. then smaller mm-hmm. ones, and the flashing different colored lights. Yep. I've heard common. that description before, yeah. so. You're, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to... Uh, if I can read the screen appropriately, I'm pretty sure this is Jerome. Jerome, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh. Trump yeah, train. Hey. Are you on the Hello, Trump train, Jerome? No, I'm waiting on the indictment, man. Yeah, he never went to jail. He didn't get arrested on Tuesday again. No. Yeah. For like the, the 17th jury, time. dragging their feet. I mean, hey. 
just because you tried to rig an election, you, you bribe a foreign country dignitary, uh, you lie. Are you talking about Joe Biden? That, that, I mean, that's not a crime. That's not a crime, right? No, but lying to a stripper totally is. Or whatever well, they're trying to indict him for. That's between him and, and his missus. I mean, well, hey, when you're in a loveless marriage, what, what, do, you, what do you expect a man to do, huh? Well, then why are you excited about the indictment then? If it's, yeah, why do you even care about what Trump is like? If you don't like the guy, why do you even care about what he's going through and and you know what his current situation is? No, I'm asking you a question. Why do you care about Trump at all? Because he wants to be president again, and that would be a damn disaster, just like it was the last time. I, anybody hey, who fills the chair is a damn disaster. So how, I have a question for Jerome. Yeah. What is yeah. the difference yes, between <laughs> what is the difference between yes, Trump's darling. presidency and Joe Biden's presidency? Like, what are the big differences that you're seeing between about the two? About a million people dying from COVID. That's about the difference. Well, all that started, yeah. all that started during Trump. But, but didn't that happen either way? I mean, I saw that happening under Trump and under Biden. In four years, okay? You, oh, you think, you think uh, Biden's the one? He like, tried to bring this thing under control. Trump, he's telling people, hey, you ought to go take some bleach. Yeah, he, I mean, that was pretty told, messed up. <laughs> he, he told Woodward, he told Woodward, oh, this thing's really bad. Then he gets out in front of the cameras in front of everybody and Oh, no, it's going to go away. It's going to blow away. It's going to all blow away. Yeah, right. Jerome, sure. did you did you have COVID? Yeah, I did. How long did it take you to get over it? Uh, Probably about two weeks. Okay, me too. To That's to give me some medicine. Yeah, I, I, mine was but like, I, hey, I, I was probably, was hang on, Jerome, hang on, hang on. I was probably all right for yeah, like yeah, 10 yeah. days or so. Uh, and like I stayed away for two weeks because it's just what everybody said. Two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, stay away, two weeks. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So, so I got better. Yeah, see, uh, Jerome, I know you're a you know bit what? older than me. Uh, do you have any uh, what they hey, call comorbidities, Jerome? Hey, do you have any Do you, you have any comorbidities, Jerome? Jerome, 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 do you have any comorbidities? No, no. I'm, you you I'm didn't good. have I'm any good. when you got COVID. No. Okay, no. even though you're I an older over. dude, which was one of them. Which was the old man? Hey, like over sixty. You to be my age You're over sixty, right? You are over sixty, yeah. Jerome. Correct. Yeah. Look, if you ever say yeah. it when you get to be my age, that's a very clear indicator that you're old. Young people don't hey, look, say when you get to be my age. It's not a thing here, Mr. until you're look old. Look here, Mr. West Virginia. Look here, Mr. West Virginia. You see the latest news. Who the heck's West Virginia? Virginia? Didn't he say he was from West Virginia? No. He had ties to West Virginia. No, not, at all. No, not even close. Wow, what show you have you been listening time. to? Jerome, well, you don't I even listen to our show, do you? You just yes, call. All right, what's my yes. name? Hey, look here. What's my name, Jerome? Captain, what you call it? <laughs> Captain Chick. What's her name? Who are you pointing to? Richie I, Rich. Oh. <laughs> I, she doesn't need No, it's not Richie Rich. She's my darling. She doesn't need a name. What's the other guy's name? Uh, Something. something to, bring him a bob. Dude, I just <laughs> said it. Oh, my so gosh. So did he. Jerome, thank you for the call. You're the best. 603-283-6160. Let's move right along. Let's go to uh, somebody who's not minor, but major. Hello? Oh, I guess you must be talking about me. Oh, my gosh, Bata. I guess. Yeah, oh, shucks. Bata. Anyway, um, so there's a couple things. 
I I used to know an old girl that was a jailer at the county. And when the cops come in, they're all wound up because they just got their collar or whatever, right? So How old was the old girl? So the, the, this old girl enough to say when you get to be my age. So 60 plus. Okay, go ahead. This, this, this old girl probably knew all about, about all the scuttlebutt and dirt that goes on in the police station. Mm. And this was back in like 2000. She told me that 80% of the cops were on some kind of an antidepressant. Oh. How can you not be right? Like you're I feel an agent. So bad for you're him. an agent of violence for the largest empire the world has ever seen. How can you not be depressed working that job? Well, I, I know, but they just and well, they're calling these guys to and tell them about UFOs. They can't even handle their own, uh, you know, laundry. They look at the dirty socks and it overwhelms them. I mean, what are you going to do with a guy like that? Give them overtime but, and good retirement package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they do. I don't know. Hey, if, did, I don't know if you or these guys know this, but there are laundromats where you can like just take your stuff and drop it off, and they oh, will yeah, they, like launder it and sort you? it and fold it and. Wow. Yeah, there's a new Uber-like service that does it for you too. That's like, what I'm you saying. Can like, pick it up? well, no, they pick it up I, and drop it. off. I don't know this wow. personally, Sounds but I'm expensive. told. I'm told like by a, a friend of mine. Pound. By a friend of mine who suffers from from this, but like apparently they even take care of like his skid marks and his whitey tidies. Oh. You know, and I'm like, that's amazing. Like, I wouldn't want anybody to do that for me if I had that problem. You like, know? if you're a stay at home yeah. mom, you could totally wash other people's laundry and get paid for it. Yes, you can. Oh, I might yeah. do that. Yeah, and in fact, like one I'll of my parental, I'll try to find the link for you. One of my parental units used to outsource their ironing. Right. They'd have like, you know, certain things, you know, they were at yeah. church or whatever. Right. And so once a month or something, they'd gather all the ironing after it was laundered and take it over to Mrs. So-and-so's house and leave it there until the next week. And they, they'd go pick it up at church the next week or whatever. And it would just be all freshly ironed for them and they'd pay a fee and it was fine. That's one thing that the service doesn't do is the ironing. Mm. Just wash, dry, return. The irony of non-ironing. I know. Anyway, Major, what were you calling about? Yeah, well, we got a local laundromat that does that too. They charge by the pound. I don't remember what the rate is, but uh, wait, the pound uh, of laundry or I, I, by I how much it. you weigh? The the laundry by the okay. laundry. All right. <laughs> so anyway, I threw, when I tuned in, Ricky from Pennsylvania was about halfway through his spiel, so I don't even know if he dumped this upon you. Did you know that they blew up the Easter Bunny in Pennsylvania? Oh <gasps> no! Yeah. There's evidently a chocolate factory, and they specialize in making Easter bunnies. Well, this place blew sky high. Two are dead. Five are disintegrated. They can't even find them. Now, I've heard about some bad factory explosions before, but never just they turn into a five people turn into a giant pink mist. Kind of like spontaneous human combustion, except with like a Pepto-Bismol color? I don't know. Interesting. Evidently, a hot rabbit's a hard thing to handle. Well, you can't catch me because the rabbit done died. There you go. Anything else, Major? Uh, but, uh, not much I can think of. Hey, thanks for the call. We appreciate you, brother. 603-283-6160. Let's go to Bad Slave in New Hampshire. Bad Slave, you're on Free Talk Live. You're ready for me already. Thank you for taking my call. Okay, I'm never ready for um, you, but sure. <laughs> funny, funny. Woo. Anyway, uh, so getting back to Trump and Biden, uh, you know, I. 
I think that. All right, Bassley, you're going to have to hang on. We're at the end of the segment again. Stand by. Squandered it's, it. It's really Richie Rich's fault. Although Bad Slave could talk faster, I guess. How's it my fault? Like, well, so I shoot you? It's you're sitting it's across from me, and thus you automatically get the blame. Oh, okay. I'm not going to blame Nikki. She's sitting to my left, and so. Not innocent little Nikki. 603-283-6160. Hour number three of Free Talk Live is next. Free Talk Live. And we're back. We're back. We're back. All right, that's good enough. Close enough for the government. <laughs> Darn musicians and their ample breathing chest Can- space. <laughs> Can you imagine uh, if, like, radio were so regulated that that they, like, we got, like, a letter or somebody showed up at the They're door. like, please stop They're saying like, um, we're back. When you do the we're back thing, you're not doing it, like, to government SPAC. Yep. You need to do like, the we're for three eight counts and... Right. At, at like, 160 beats per minute. Yeah. So, you got to do it to a click track. Yeah. So... So Matt might be able to like, you know, chime in on this at some okay. point, right? But there's an interesting thing like in the gun industry, right? Okay. When it comes to like all that stuff is like- Right, because you're sort of a gun guy. Eh, formerly known as at this point. You're at least a former instructor. Sure, yes. But everyone, you know, the the, the terminology, right, is like, oh, is it is it mil spec? Yeah, yeah, I don't know what that means. Military specification. Right. Oh, okay. I got you. Which- Not MILF spec, which is m- totally mother different. I'd like to- mm-hmm, Specification. Right. But it's it's said as if it's like such a good thing. Right. Right. But it's the lowest common denominator for military specifications. Yeah. Like, this is the minimum. The minimum require. standard, right? Yeah. Oh, did you said that MILF spec, bro? No. It doesn't sound very impressive. It You'll does, see that, but to to those groups yeah, of people, yeah, yeah when is. you're buying even accessories, when you're buying like magazines yeah. or holsters, yeah. that kind of like, mil spec, mil spec holster, and you're like, oh, that sounds really good, but it's but not. It's, it's not. It's like the it's worst possible like, you yeah. can possibly get. You want like custom. You want like handmade. Yeah. You want you know. You want yeah. the real. So basically, stuff. let me see if I'm understanding this. So basically, all mil spec means is that somebody else is using it to murder children. Uh, as a specification, yes. Okay. Okay. Someone Just want to make sure I got that. Someone clear. else in a military, not even like the United States, a military. Yeah. Right, because you can right. get mil spec. That's mil spec from and like a lot of countries sort of like agree Israeli on mil spec. On, on mil spec, and so it's the same no yeah, matter the what same. military or you know you're talking about. So uh, before we go on, I want to say thank you to Cameron Barr. He's got two R's, so I want to pronounce it twice. He is a gold. Amplifier. What does that mean? Well, he gives 10 bucks a month to the Amplifier program. Why would Cameron bar, 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 do something like it's that? It's like five R's. It's two, okay? I mean, like, I'm not gonna... I don't know how many it was, but it was more than two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Arr, arr, Perhaps arr, I'm over-exaggerating Cameron. Bar, five. Bar, yeah. bar, well, now he did like seven times just to get at me. He gives 10 bucks a month to the Amplifier program over at amps.freetalklive.com. That's Advertise, Market, Promote, and Support, A-M-P-S. What does that mean? What does it do? Why does he give us 10 bucks? 
much less 10 bucks every month. Well, Cameron enjoys listening to this show. He enjoys listening to the hosts, the co-hosts, the perspective of freedom, prosperity, liberty, economy, etc. and so on that we bring to the radio waves. We're currently on 170 radio stations plus the internet and some satellite stations. So we have a global presence, but uh, we could be on, you know, 300 radio stations, 350, 400 radio stations, not out of the question. It's all up to you. So if you want to help us spread the message of freedom, liberty, prosperity, and the non-aggression principle, please consider becoming a an amplifier over at amps.freetalklive.com. Thank you, Cameron Barr, for your contribution. To two. Go ahead, say something. It was closer to two. Barr. There you go, that's two. Yeah. Cameron Barr. Well, thank you, Cameron Barr. Will, will we be the first interplanetary? Later Where on is- when the show's done, I might go drinking at the bar. Oh, there you go. Well, but isn't that just a bar? Uh, see, yeah, no, there it's you go. a bar with One two R's. No, no, no. But I don't go to the bar. R. I go to the bar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. What were we doing before we uh, went to break? Number no two. clue. Oh yeah, we were on story number two, which we haven't. Did we? We got into, and then we had well, caller. Got into it. We had caller on line number two, which was, I believe, the bad slave. It is me. All right. And you didn't. You, the- you didn't really kind of get a chance because we took your call right before the break and. And that kind of thing. So he squandered his moment. Hopefully, you've spent the last four minutes it, figuring out what you were going to say, so you could say it quickly and eloquently. Don't interfere with me because I'll get sidetracked. What you going to do about it? Anyway, um, so I think it was uh, you, Captain, that asked Jerome, if, you know, if, to put if, on the Bobby Womack, uh, uh, Trump or. Biden were uh, better presidents, and and I don't think there existed a better president ever. Uh, this is one that died know, like three re- weeks in office. Wait, wait, wait. You yeah, think, that one. That's the better one. Wait, wait, hang on. I just want to get this clear. Bad Slave, you believe that Trump was the best president ever? No, no, no. No, I'm saying that there was never, ever a best president. There was very... Very few of those. And I'm saying, uh, and, like, and, the okay. best one, I'm if you could look even, it up, the one that I'm died, like, a sure few weeks in office. One. Number one. Hamilton? <laughs> was it? I don't, I don't know. I think so. Didn't he die in a bathtub or something? I think so, yeah. Either I don't way, know. I, in any case, there is the best one, and that is the one. Not a fan of the central government Understood. at all. Okay? And right. I know that Jerome is in love with the central government. Yes, he so, seems to be. So Rome. You know, also yes, being, uh, you know, a firm, yes, uh, you know, yes, Trump uh, disorder uh, syndrome. Uh, anyway, I, I Trump derangement syndrome. The arrangement—that's the word. Thank you. It's weird that um, that affects Republicans and Democrats. Well, it does, and it's because you know the yes, we do. The buckety mucks of of the Republican side uh, don't want their uh, you know things to change, and and one of the things that I think was good about Trump was he was trying to change some things. One of the biggies was in fact uh, you know regulation. The other thing is is that you know COVID 
really had very little to do with the presidency. There's nothing in the Constitution that says that COVID, the Department of Health, and all of that. General are, welfare clause. The, well, I yeah, I know. but I mean, I'm 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 with uh, bad slave on this one. It's like, a pandemic. Like it the, affects the general welfare. Like that doesn't mean of the entire population. Anything. Uh, the general welfare of the entire population is not up to uh, a president in any way, shape, or form. It's up to each of the individuals to decide amongst themselves what they want to do in that situation. Sure, but then you can't... Government should only provide, at a minimum, if they're going to provide anything, data, right? If they have access to it, they should be able to just be like, okay, we got this data faster than anybody else can get it, so here it is. So you can make a better decision. If you're going to lean on the Constitution, right... Then there's a purview in there for general welfare, and even though they use that for things that it does not qualify for, uh, I would accept an argument, right, that a pandemic that affects the general welfare of the entire population, right, might fall within a constitutional purview, perhaps, maybe. Richie Rich. Yes, sir. You're wrong. (laughs) The fact is that all of the constitutional activities that are outside what we understood them to be are are unconstitutional. That's not outside the purview, though. The general welfare clause is in there. No, it's not. It's not. What it's meant to be is that that welfare, good things, you know, to come from it. Yes, I mean, that's subjective. Good, good things like protecting the population from an airborne virus. That's way past what they did, and 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 they they. I mean, they failed, stuff. but that's what the goal was. And 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 I'll tell you what, Biden and his whoever's running the show there actually interfered with more stuff, and and took away some of the good things. I mean, one of the good things that yep. Trump did. Yep. Was he kept? He kept uh, the. Uh, he got the. I disagree the, that Trump did uh, anything good, but yes, the Biden administration certainly exacerbated the situation once they got in. They made it worse because that's what well, governments do. See, the odd thing is, both did something good, right? Trump had some deregulation things, but like, oh yeah, open up for business. Congratulations, yeah. right? And Biden pulled yeah. troops out of Afghanistan. They're like, oh wow, that was surprising, but okay. Like, well, seems like well. You know, golf clap for that too. But ne'er shall the two meet. There shall never be one who, like, uh, declares, like, you know, okay, we're going to reduce taxes and then also does, like, a thing. Like, I don't know, whatever. You know what I'm saying. Never will the two meet. Understood. But we, like I said, golf clap when they do actually something that provides more freedom and liberty for some people. They still do it using the apparatus of government, which, of course, means they're doing it by way of coercion, force, and violence. For a minute, please. No. Because I want to, I want to clarify something with the captain on this deregulation by apparatus of the government. So you're saying like, in the absence of the government, I'm, I'll take it. Okay, right, because it's a step in the right direction. But my preference would be to have deregulation. Period, where the government doesn't interfere at all. Okay, I agree. I agree. But one one of the other things he did was he got. Three conservative kind of originalist, uh, you know, Supreme Court justices in there, mm. which has made a difference in in and and a lot of things, uh, including gun rights and stuff like that. So 
I, you know, I really? mean, I, like I Gun said, rights? I, think, I don't think, yes, he did. Well, okay. Through, you know, but the ATF the is still reclassifying he, things and may, like made, uh, the, the uh, pistol braces, right? He made stupid statements uh, about uh, all kinds of things, and I'm not going to, you know, bless him for that. But I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, you know, he, he yes, got. The, the three judges on there that that are gonna, you know, maybe get us, uh, get, you know, con, uh, 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 constitutional carry, which I, I'm all for. I mean, and, are they though? Uh, I, it would be great if they did, but I just don't know if that's actually going to happen. Are they working on it? Because the last the last thing was felons overnight uh, due to pistol braces. Right, like that's the yeah, that's the well, latest yeah. gun news problem from the ATF, and I don't hear anything about the Supreme Court stepping in and going like, "No, that's well uh, beyond no. their purview. That's not that's not a thing at all." They're, they're chewing down uh, the the ATF's, uh, you know, purview. They're 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 they should get rid of it. It shouldn't exist. I mean, and, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, well, but and, it does exist. And, and they're coming after pistol braces, and the Supreme Court hasn't said anything. The Rome wouldn't do any of these things, and uh, uh, and uh, and and he he's a, he's just a, an ignoramus that gets to talk on the radio, and it. I mean, why do we let those people on? I mean, so am I. So hey, thank you for the call, bad slave. We appreciate That's you. That's a shtick, man. Uh, I mean, <laughs> isn't that what we do here at Free Talk Live? Yeah. We we give folks a chance to say things. Uh, let's go to another folk who has a chance to say things. I believe this is Jet. Jet, where are you calling from? Portolani, Idaho. Idaho and Ida Pimp. Wait, Utah and Ida Pimp. Yep. Sorry, my bad. Yep. That's that's why none of the women from there run for Miss America. Because <laughs> Idaho, right? Nice. Yeah, they don't they don't want to have a spine says <laughs> Idaho. What's on your mind, Jet? Well, typically, what's on my mind is always what's always on my mind, which is vernacular, the, verboseness, the three M's. vocabulary. Oh. Yeah. Speaking of that, um, that that list of alternative terms that we had that I sent over, they put up on the wall. Did that include abusers? Nope. Well, we'll add that one, would you? I tell you All what, right, like, I'll grab a sharpie. Oh, over here. Okay. Yeah, they're in the. The, the ones there. that have been added are evil monopoly and empire. Yeah, Empire. Um, I just wanted to pass along, as I normally do, that the Empire does not exist. <laughs> Only gangs of men and women willing to hurt, even kill you to get their way. Well, then why does that one add so, it to the list? Yeah, why do we add it to the list if it doesn't exist? Huh? Well, you didn't add government or... Go- or, or empire. Oh, it's, empire. it's on the list. No, it's, it's on, on the list, list dude. Here's the list. Well, it's okay. handwritten on two list, or three Jet. of them. Here's the list. Goons, tyrants, despots, parasites, thugs, mafia, gang, idiots, liars, thieves, lunatics, killers, gang members, what does that say? Evil, monopoly, and empire. And now abusers. And now abusers. Maybe, because he's going to call back in a couple of months and say, oh, I didn't and be like, oh, I never abusers. said put abusers on this. No, no, we talked about, uh, we talked about the, you know, using any alternative and, and empire. Somebody brought up empire. And I, yeah, that's me. I've been saying it for like 
four freaking years. Well, stop saying it. It's on the wrong half of the list. The organization commonly known as the U.S. government is the largest empire the world has ever seen in all of human history. You're supposed to add it to the top of the list where it says don't say. Uh, anyway. Oh, my bad. What uh, What I also wanted to talk about was we're getting closer to the the major, the the most important extortion day of the year. Major pain? Uh, this what? Oh, sorry, the mo- major what day? Uh, well, Tax abusive day. extortion day. It's listed as a holiday of Google. Oh, uh, was it April 15th? You bitches better have my money? I yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, for me, as you guys might know, for me, it's just another day. But... Um, but I wanted to also pass seem to think along. about it quite a bit for it just to be another day. Well, it's another day because, mm-hmm. see, I'm I'm a remember I'm a dedicated disciple of Christ, and so so I get hit with this thing: give to Caesar all the time. Render Caesar's unto Caesar. dead. Why are you giving him crap? That's exactly right. He's not only dead, but he never had anything in the first place. As a matter of fact, everything he had was stolen. It was not ever his in the first place. And, uh, see, this is why Jesus is so cool. He he loves to play with your, your oh, people's minds, those that try to trick him. And uh, I don't know, man. The last conversation me, I had with the captain, he says, if you steal it, it's not the other person's. So, like, if you steal your money and buy something. It, just, remember it's this? Now yours. Oh, you, uh, we're you, talking about like uh, well, if I steal your removed. money and buy a cheeseburger. If you right, steal your Nicky's money mm-hmm. and then you later buy a cheeseburger with it, is that cheeseburger Nicky's? Apparently not. So, <laughs> if the government steals your yeah. money and yeah. buys all this stuff, it's not yours. It's, it's in a limbo land of well, the, um, non-ownership. Yeah, and so well, in order um, to be yours, you had yeah. to have the intent to purchase it. That's not true. People gift me things all the time. Somebody had to have the intent. The best example that I like to provide for people to make them think about it is, I say, give to Ben Franklin what is Ben Franklin and God's what is God's. (laughs) A kite and a key? Yeah. I mean, the fact is, see, see, they like to to say, well, you know, the, the different presidents are the same as Caesar. And I go, well, Ben Franklin, the largest bill we have, was never a president. He was never that in charge. Anyway, I have a I have a dozen different Well, um, well hang on, hang on. Let's let's test this theory. What what's Donald Trump okay. famous for saying? He's got like the thumb and he's like excellent or awesome or something. He's like, It's gonna be the greatest, the greatest ever, right? That kind of thing. Yeah, the, I think he says the greatest. The greatest, right? So so must you give unto Trump everything that is the greatest? <laughs> yeah. Well, the fact is that um, I'm glad you got that, Jed. That I don't think anybody else did. Not at all. All of these, all of these people. I think it was a sympathy laugh. Uh, who who bring up this give to Caesar? They just have no clue. Now, and the reason, the other reason, the basic, the biblical reason, I have like almost two dozen scriptures that point out that everything is yeah, God made those, by yeah. God for Him. Well, I'm not going to do that. No. Yeah, thanks. I'm just saying that there are over there are almost two dozen scriptures that that say specifically that all things are God's that they were created by Him. Look, the only thing I'm giving him. unto Caesar is my ten bucks for the pan pan special with crazy bread. Oh yeah. That's right, little Caesar. We don't even have one of those here, do we? 
There might be one in Nashua. Is there one in Manch? Nashua. Nash? Okay. Yeah. There, I think there was one in Manch, and I think they closed down to COVID, and I don't know if they've reopened. Like for cheap pizza, pizza, that place rules. No, no, I got hot and juicy. So Hot, as, hot and ready. Well, I have, like your mom. I thought it was Ooh. hot and steamy. Also like your mom. <laughs> I have Thank other you. things that uh, you might not know. Well, it, before you go on, Are right, they if, about if, your if mom? we're, we're going to play yeah. the, the, the Christian you know, freedom card, right, and cite yeah. Bible references, do your best to explain away Romans 13. Well, that's easy. Well, tell oh, us what yeah. Romans 13 is. You asking me? Somebody. Oh, Which, yeah. You brought it up, so you explain yeah, have, what's Romans 13. Well, I don't have it. I don't have the quote, but it basically says all government is legitimate because all government is granted by God. Oh, it's okay. So it's the Bible basically telling you to obey your masters, right? Sure. Okay. Jet, is that accurate? No, it, it doesn't. You no, know, it is. No, it doesn't say. What does it say? Um, well, if you want to talk about something for about thirty seconds, I'll call it up so I can read it to you exactly. We have thirty seconds. I believe I could talk okay. about your mom for thirty seconds while you look it up. That's fine. Captain is feisty tonight. Oh yeah, straight to the old mama moms, stuff. Really, like I mean, I mean this as like the proverbial your mom, not necessarily your mom specifically. Okay, right? Because the your mom jokes are just so easy to make uh, that I have no problem making them frequently uh, and even repetitively. And uh, you could say that again. You could say that again. I can, and I just did. Okay, repeatedly and even repetitively. Are you ready? Ready. Romans 13. Shoot. Okay. And now here's, there's a key word here that can, uh, that can. Just read the thing. What can um, cover anybody's argument. Anyway, Romans 13. Let every soul be subject to the higher powers. For there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. So let's go back to the beginning. Let every soul. What does let mean? Allow. Allow. Okay. What does the word every mean? All. <laughs> All. None are excluded. Um, let every soul be subject into the higher powers. Well, in Christianity, the higher powers are God, Christ, holy angels, and that kind of thing. Those Jokes on powers. you. I used to be a redhead. I have no soul. <laughs> but I think there's more to the verse than just that sentence. No, that's like, the very first sentence. It's the first sentence, but I believe there's more to it. Well, here's here's the way, how the way One minute. Uh, logic functions. You know, once you establish a base, you cannot go on to um, to negate that base. Simply by what something else says. And I'll explain that, so if you'd like me to continue. Uh, no, that's okay, Jet. Thanks for the call. We appreciate you. 603-283-6160. Uh, we have a couple other callers holding. We'll get to those. And plus, uh, we must continue with our number two story of the night here on Free Talk Live. More is coming up. And 
took a deep breath before yeah, that one, just in case go. I had to keep up with the captain. Party Who's a time. musician now? Excellent. <laughs> yes, that's what we call uh, sustain okay. in, in the music biz. Yes, uh, could you... You do that again, but with more sustain. Can you in, can you inhale through your nose while you do it? That's the real question. I can't. I really can, man. I don't know. Um, free talk live listeners, we're asking you for a favor. As you and perhaps exhale. know, Ian Freeman, the show's founder, was recently convicted of various victimless crimes. <laughs> he is facing up to twenty years in prison. We can argue all day as to if the jury was mistaken, but that's not going to get us anywhere. What will be helpful is if you write a letter to the Honorable Joseph LaPlante about Ian's character, how he helps the community or helped you personally, and why you think he deserves a light sentence. Also, saying things about yourself that give your opinion weight with the government will help, such as, oh, I'm a former military guy, or I held office, or you know these types of things. Maybe you had a stellar career or you've done a bunch of volunteer work. These are all something that you should mention. We know Ian is a selfless man that has always tried to do what he thinks is the right thing. It would be a tragedy if he had to spend any time in prison at all for the victimless crimes of which he's been convicted. We need these letters quickly, so don't put it off. Send your letter to Ian Freeman, 63 Emerald Street, number 610, Keene, New Hampshire, 0340, or sorry, 03431. If you didn't write all that down accurately, it's fine. Just go on over to letters.freetalklive.com. All the information's there, the address, what you need, you know, the, the pointers and all that kind of stuff, where to send it to, what the deadline is. Letters.freetalklive.com. Thank you in advance for your help with this situation. We appreciate you. Before you move on, yeah, are we say, finished with our number two topic? Well, that and for with regarding Jet's last call, yes, yes, right. There's there's going to be a translational issue, okay, right. Depending on which Bible you pick right, the up, King James or the right. you know Second Revised or whatever, yeah, right. So the New International Version, let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority for the except for that which God has established. I mean, that would be very convenient for some governing authority to change the Bible to, oh, instead of worshiping the higher power, you got to worship us too. Mm-hmm. How do you prove... Very convenient. And I, I contend that there's no way. How do you go prove... Back to the original Hebrew. How, how do you prove that God created government? I mean, he didn't. Right. He did. Okay. There's but no that's... evidence. Well, first of all, there's no evidence... Of God, <laughs> right? Uh, there's belief, but there's right. no evidence, right? So then if the Bible, if you believe that the Bible is the word of God and you read this and it says there is no authority other than that as uh, prescribed by God, I'm paraphrasing. Am I correct? Uh, that everyone is subject to the governing authorities because those authorities have been ordained by God. All right. So the existing authorities, quote unquote, whoever believes them to be in authority over man, must then prove that they were prescribed by God and they cannot do so. Therefore, no. I, I, I retain that there is no religious authority. I, I think you're arguing. I think you're arguing against a straw man. Okay, maybe. Because no one who's reading this is mm. trying to convince you. Right. But if you ascribe okay. to this, right, it's hard for me to accept that you are 
liberty loving, freedom loving. I see what you're saying. Okay, right? Yeah, because yeah. there was a verse in here. You're right. I was picking that a says different you argument. were subject to the authority of the government. Yeah. Because that government has been ordained by God. Right. Right. So uh, no one's putting this on it's you. Just, it's kind of ridiculous to even try to argue that because if we're voting for these so-called elected officials, how is that? How is God? the one that's electing them if mortal humans did yeah uh let's go to your calls and thoughts uh is this david it is. hey david uh georgia right yep all right what's on your mind you're on free talk live uh three quick things first of all if uh if Trump wants to bang Stormy Daniels, he should be allowed to bang Stormy Daniels. We People should all be allowed to as, bang Stormy Daniels. As long as it's consensual sure. or contractual. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take like, contractual. Uh, yeah, exactly. As long as it's consensual. The Free Talk Live 500 starring Stormy they Daniels. Need leave, they need to leave this now. <laughs> if he wants to pay her for news, he should be allowed to pay her for news. Whatever. What was that weird sound? Vibrators pocket. David's got something. <laughs> yeah, that was my phone. I was unplugging it from the charger. My bad. Oh, sure you were. <laughs> I'd like to nice. unplug her charger, if you know what I mean. You said three quick things. Uh, that's one. Yep. Second thing is uh, Rogue two. AI. Have you have you ever heard of the Ready Player One book? I've read both of them. I saw a movie called that. I I never knew that there was a second book called Ready Player Two, and I just found out about it last night and yeah. spent all night reading it because it was so really good. Wait, you haven't slept? And, did you really? Uh, okay. Well, did I, you really think it was good? Because I kind of feel like. It derailed into a little bit too much of what they would describe as the woke culture, and I was a little eh, put off by some I of that. En- I enjoyed it for the sci-fi. I generally don't pay much attention to the political narratives behind things when okay. I listen to them, if I enjoy them. Right. Um, I just kind of let that all go in one ear and out the other. Yeah, I try not to, too, especially with things that have been like co-opted by like Disney like all the Marvel crap. And the author, the author of the book was actually part of a documentary where they went to like the uh the what do you call that the waste disposal tr- plant, the dump. He went to the dump in like New Mexico to dig out uh, all the ET video games for the original Atari and showed up in his DeLorean. So he's a big old nerd too. <laughs> oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Totally cool. But I I really enjoyed the book, the second one especially and it was about killer AI, which is a lot like the Matrix, where people get bottled up in a in these basically human mind jars, and uh, I think it's definitely worth a read. Agreed. Okay, number two. What's number three? The last thing is buy your Monero from local Monero and get out of the U.S. dollar as soon as you possibly can. I I really can't agree. I mean, there's a caveat there, right? Like. I don't want people to be without enough USD to, you know, I don't know, pay their electric bill, for example, right? So, oh, of course, I have to taper that with just a little bit of might make a, make your liquidity a very minor part of your life. Yes. Yeah. What I do, what I do is I keep just enough to pay, like you know, the electricity and the mortgage and everything else, there you go. and then and then everything else I have goes into Monero. Minimal everything. liquidity. Yeah. I do yep. something similar. Uh, it's sort of a version of dollar cost averaging, which is, you know, whenever I get some money, I take a percentage of that, whatever that I think I'm at 15% right now, whatever it is that I get, I just go 15% off top going into crypto. Bam. Done. Yes. Uh, and so then 
you know, I'll pay my bills and figure out, you know, do I need anything for the car and, you know, the other sorts of bills that you have, not just your monthlies, but like, oh, do I need any clothes this month and, you know, that kind of thing. I'll go through all that and then go, okay, well, do I have anything left over? Sometimes I don't. In fact, more often than not, sadly. But if I got something left over that, nope, going into crypto or going into gold or gold backs yep. or something, something that that's not the USD. Yep, absolutely. I've, the the way I phrased that with friends uh, in the past is uh, trade your USD into something of higher value. Mm. Yeah. I don't care what it is, right? If that's the electric bill, because you know yeah. you value your electricity more than the dollar bills or clothes for your children, right? That's still trading it into something of higher value. Fact. So what you don't want to have, you know, is hanging on to Federal Reserve notes that aren't going to be used for that conversion. What do you buy of value, Nikki? Cars, motorcycles, crystals. I'm sorry, what's that? uh, Crystals. I don't have a crystal ball or anything. Friends don't let friends use dollars. Friends don't let friends use dollars. That should be a t-shirt slogan. I'll see what I can do about that. (laughs) That would be a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thanks for the call, man. We appreciate you. 603-283-6160. Let's go to an unscreened caller. What's your name, please? Charlie. Hey, Charlie, where are you calling from? Uh, Chattanooga. Chattanooga, Tennessee. What's on your mind tonight? You are live on the radio. Well, that's why I called every night just about you say, you know, what's on your mind? What would you like to say? And I said, well, I want to say this. What would you like to say? Well, I want to say this. I want to say this one thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hang on. So I, I, I just have to caveat that with, like, we are on the radio, and the FCC says we can't say, like, seven words. So, And we used our oh, one can't. dump on the captain already tonight, <laughs> and the second one on Turd Ferguson. So, so we're out of flushes. So try not to, not to cuss. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay? no, no. Right. No, this is nothing like that. Otherwise, say different. whatever is on your mind. All right. You know, the uh, elephant for the uh, uh, Republican mm-hmm. and the uh, donkey for the... The demos? Uh, yeah, right. Well, on the elephant, the stars, it's got three stars on it. They're inverted. They're upside down. Now, I felt like I'm a Republican, but when I see see that, those stars upside down, and I've seen it on throughout. You know, watching everything. Now, do you know why I'm upset about it? Or does it mean anything to you? It means nothing to me. But why are you upset about it? Well, because uh, the stars are upside down. They shouldn't be inverted. They should not be inverted. So, how many? Is this, how many points oh, okay. are these stars? Five or six? It's what? that's not a pentagram. It's a I, star. I'm asking. So is that yeah, the, the significance? Star, the, star, the stars are upside down. That's all it is. So it's the inverted But what does that pentagram. mean? What's the significance of that? You said it's satanic. Oh, it's satanic. Right. Is right. it? Yes. So it I'm well, looking at Jesus. So we're okay. I just pulled up images. Elephant stars are upside down. The first image is the classic, uh, we'll call it a an icon of an elephant where it's red on the, the bottom. It's red on the bottom, it's got a white stripe in the middle, and then it's blue on the top, and it has three stars, which are in pentagram form. Yes. So the point is at the bottom, not at the top. I don't believe believe pentagrams are necessarily satanic, though. 
the inverted uh, pentagram is a commonly used satanic symbol. I mean, as far as heavy metal, and like there's even an image further down where they've replaced the stars. It's the head of the with goat. With three sixes, right? Oh, so like, you know, right. oh, my God, this party is satanic, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. so you're right. it is common symbol symbolism for that. As a heavy metal guy, obviously the pentagram is big into heavy metal uh, because, yes. like, you know, people are like, oh, it's the devil's music. And they're like, screw you. We'll just take it to an even further extreme if you think it's devil's music, right? Yes, I know what they did. I played music for a long time. Nice. Professionally. So why does so, this bother you? Why does the, uh, the inverted that, stars? That, that, that's what I'm talking about. Doesn't it bother you? Doesn't it bother you? And no. you over there, doesn't it bother you? Not that at all. Somebody speak up like me and say that is wrong. It's upside down. It's a pentagram as um, far as I'm well, concerned. I work with pentagrams, I, and I don't think Satanism is necessarily I, wrong. I, I think mean, we have a satanic priest is, as a yeah, host well, of the show. And care. she's marrying care. me in June. Nice. Yeah, well, I don't care what. I don't the ordained care. thing. Understood. Yeah. You mean she's presiding over the marriage? Yes, yeah, so okay. I'm not marrying Arya. I was like, wait, are you having like a an all like thing where no. everybody's getting married together kind no. of thing? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't think Matt would go for that sort of thing. But I mean, I don't think you so. never know. You never know. I'm no, not going to kink shame anyone. You to make, I, I didn't know whether you would try to make fun of this or not, so I waited. You know, <laughs> but I don't really care if you want to make fun of it. No, I actually, as a comedian, like. This is something I would have done. I would have found this picture with the three stars, you know, in the, we'll call it the correct orientation. And because I'm me and I like to make fun of things, I probably would have been like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if I turn these upside down? Ha ha ha. And then send it to my friends. <laughs> and like, that would have been the end of it for me. So I kind of find it humorous. I understand that oftentimes humor offends people. So like, no. I get that's part of the thing, you know? Well, I wanted to go get myself arrested. I'm sure I would be by going to the uh, 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 Republican <laughs> headquarters and tell them. Everybody that walked in, I'd say, hey, this is wrong. I show them the stars on the elephant. That would be even more funny. You're right. If like you walked into like a Republican, like a monthly or quarterly meeting at your local Republican office or something, yes. and they had yes. printed out the incorrect inversion of the stars to use on like their flyer or their pamphlet or whatever, that would be hilarious in my opinion. Get it on video yeah. if you do that. Yeah. Well, I told you that it would probably be arrested. I would take it to the arresting part of it, you know, because I don't care. I want to be arrested for it, of course, you know. Maybe it's, just a, maybe it's just they overlooked it and no one's actually pointed out. And this would be like the first time someone, oh, yeah. Maybe yeah, the first. Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny? Wouldn't that be funny? I tried to check on when I, this started because it, they were not upside down when it started. Tweet it, tweet it to Donald Trump and maybe he'll fix it for his presidential campaign material. Well, that's my man. You know, you want, you, you want a reason to uh, get in trouble and... Uh, Dump me? Well, here you go. Uh-oh. <laughs> don't do it. Uh, no, no. Okay, I, I don't think so, but this is it. This is it. All right, I'm ready. Donald Trump is, D Donald Trump is my man, and I'm not going to jump the ship for any whore that he screws. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. so far okay, you're good. Yeah, you. yeah. No, that's fine. Thank wait, you. wait. So is, like, I we asked this of a previous caller, and I'm only asking you because we asked it of him too. Is it your opinion that Donald Trump is the greatest president ever? Well, of course. I mean, you know, you either wow, for that's him a strong or endorsement. 
you know, for him or against him, I'm for him. And like I just told you about his headlines, I don't care about it. I'm not going to jump ship over a man that's going to run the company, uh, the country, when it's time. And he's going to be there in 2014. Yeah. Okay. Well, J- thanks for the call. We appreciate JFK you. did it. Bill Clinton did it. Who cares? 603-283-6160. I know where to grab him. I d- <laughs> I'm sure they all have. It's just who gets caught. Grab him in the meow. Meow. I mean. Meow. 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 Biden's a little meow, creepier meow, than meow, most. Meow. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, and his daughter. Just, smell children. Just right out in the open, too. Not even trying to hide I it. I smell just... children. And it's it's also his children. Which right. is even yeah, creepier. Taking it to the next let's, level. Let's let's see what the, uh, the the phones behold. We have David in New Mexico. David, you're on Free Talk Live. And yes, you're correct. And I was calling about that. And that is your government tie-in that you didn't come up with earlier in the program. But did you say did you say ET video games? Yeah, for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Oh. Cool. Thanks for the memory. My my girlfriend and I once had uh, a glass of wine with the woman who created et wrote et in her home the book or the film well both it was a screenplay the book and the film uh melissa what's melissa's last name joan hart um, i'll come up with it in a minute she was married McCarthy. to M- mrs harrison ford oh right yeah no i know who you're talking about melissa ford matheson melissa matheson, matheson. she's passed now but but uh she she invited my girlfriend and, and i to have a glass of wine with her nice cool and so the, the, the government tie-in that you missed earlier, well, how the desert sucks the life out of everything in New Mexico. It sure does. Or New Mexico sucks the life out of everything in New Mexico. Except for the mountains. The government tie-in is the government itself. The, the judges like, who? John J. Romero Jr. and M. Monica Zamora. Bunch of leeches. They suck the, yeah, they, they not only suck, but they suck the life out of people that are entrapped in New Mexico by them. Agreed. Anything Why don't you else? Just leave. But don't, don't that no, that's that says it all, man. That's it. Okay. Well thanks for the call, David. We that. appreciate it. Uh, let's help let's, out. let's right. move right along and let's go to Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, I was watching T V and I I seen a, a a commercial about this salt room. I think, and I think they open up a place like that here in Albuquerque. A what? A salt what? A salt room. Yeah, the Himalayan salt room. So they it's have a salt uh, room. bricks. Yeah, the, it's like, it's like the, the the walls are bricks made out of the Himalayan salt bricks. Yeah. And like the lamp in the corner, up. Captain. I see salt lamp. But, but yeah. yeah, the whole room is like Side the floor. Of... I've been into some where they have like salt. You know how like you would have sand at a beach? Like, it's kind of like that, yeah, except it's yeah. pink like, salt. I am a saltaholic. Yeah. I love salt. No, you're I put not supposed to eat it. Salt on everything. Really? But lo- no, you don't eat it. No, I've, told, I've got salt? like Himalayan no, salt. I have Himalayan in a, salt in, in my salt. salt no, you, you yeah. can eat it, but not at the salt room. Oh, what, you okay. can't but just. You, don't eat salt you can't just start licking the walls. Like, if you want to, if you're but like it's on some, is it functionally different than my, the ones that they put in package? Is it tasty? It's really all that matters. Are the walls tasty? It's less salty than normal. Is a brick. They they take the solid, um, salt, uh, and then what they cut it into little brick pieces. Meant for horses. And then yeah, they make Sarah. The walls let me ask a question: If I parked my horse inside of this salt room, would the horse begin licking the walls? You know, I it wasn't the not. You're supposed to breathe in the vapors 
from that room. It's the ionizing room. Hopefully not and from the And the minerals Lord. from the salt. So you chop so up the salt get... with a credit card, put it on the thing, and then breathe in the vapors. With well, a straw. Cut at a perpendicular angle. Well, what, what is that? Okay, the science behind it is that when you when you have um, salt and then you put um, light or heat behind it, it the oxygen molecule picks up an ion, an true extra or false? electron. True. Nikki says true. True. Verified. Says, yeah. Well, I mean, she's. Uh, That's why we have the lamp in the room. That. That's why we have Nikki in the room. Okay, so you got it. Okay, so the thing is that you also inhale all the minerals. But what they found was that the. There were salt miners up in Europe that went like a mile deep into the, the earth. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that they never caught tuberculosis. All of the miners never, ever caught tuberculosis. You mean silicosis, which that. is uh, black lung. That's the most common disease of miners. Uh, the actual medical terminology is pneumonoultramicroscopic silicovolcanoconiosis, which used to be the longest word in Webster's Dictionary. I only know that because I had to spell it for a spelling bee. Once upon a time in like wow. eighth grade, okay, but the shortened term, the shortened term is silicosis. You don't get tuberculosis from uh, mining too deeply. You get black lung, which is known as silicosis. No, no, no. I'm talking about salt mines. They were mining in the salt mines. I'm not talking about coal miners. I understand. So they were mining the salt, and they never caught tuberculosis, and they found out that maybe they also didn't catch salt. tuberculosis. Okay. It could be true, yeah. I, I could, but, but that, well, that's how they found out that that, that it, it, it cured um, respiratory diseases by these salt the salt miners. They found out what cured so, this and, salt. Well, it's treatment well, the, now. The Being exposed to large quantities of salt. Tuberculosis so symptoms and life. causes. Tuberculosis is an illness that mainly affects the lungs. Blah blah blah. Can spread one person. Blah blah blah. This blah blah blah. I'm looking for the word salt here. I don't see I mean, the word salt. The, pro- I, I the don't problem know if is it'll you be... both can be right, right? It could prevent yeah. both, and you guys are arguing well, over nothing. I love salt rooms. The whole thing, They're great. It does, you've been to Where's salt the rooms, right? And what it does is that yeah. it ionizes the oxygen molecule. Yeah. So, therefore, your red blood cells are able to um, like take in more oxygen for every breath. You're, it clings to the... Red blood cells, so your body's able to absorb more. Okay, for musicians. Okay, let's just say everything you said is true. Uh, we'll just assume that you are factual and correct. What is your point? So that, I'm so excited that we have a room over here because I've been to a salt room in El Paso, and they finally got something like that here. So I'm just saying that it really works. I got two salt. I I was fanatical. I had 15 salt lamps in one place at one time, and 15. You know, the, She's got me beat. So, but. She had to carry them home one at a time because she couldn't what, load them up. The Sarah, the car. Sarah, what are the benefits you have perceived to have received as a result of you having fifteen salt lamps? Well, the thing is, I could. I, it, um, it helps with the allergies. She did not get tuberculosis. Her answer. Yeah, it, 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 if you have pollen, okay, an allergen, yeah. it cleans the air. The negative electron it clears the air, so. And uh, um, and so that it's supposed to help with um, asthma, people with asthma, and that also is correlated to eczema. That's kind of like okay. how does the skin condition have something to do with the breathing condition? Well, what it is but is it's, it, it, sense, it detoxifies yeah. right. the body. So. It's, it's kind of like uh, the, the liver is your skin. So your skin health is sort of directly uh, related to your liver. If your skin health is bad, odds are your liver isn't doing so yeah. well. 
generally speaking. It's not always the case, but like it's something people look for as a symptom to diagnose whether or not you have like cirrhosis or other liver problems. Uh, the same thing can be said with air quality, uh, things like right. asthma, hay fever, uh, you know, that kind of thing. And Sarah, thank you for the call. We appreciate you. I'm just going to double up my intake of Himalayan salt in my food now. No, no. don't do it. I'm just going to snort it a bunch. Yeah, no. No? Yeah, no? I, I, I can't. You got to pay for the salt Hey, uh, thank you, Richie Rich. Thank you, Nikki, for thank joining you, me. Captain. Thank you to all our callers and our listeners. If you missed any portion of tonight's show, please check us out. Find the archives at freetalklive.com. Thanks and peace. <laughs>